Wake up, gamers, because you're listening to Big Thing to Mention with Dan and Bob Video Games. Being a Geno hater is now against city ordinances. Prepare to be disposed. Chris Wolfhard. The podcast is about to implode. And Dr. Agro. We're going to have to address the elephant in the room. Here on Gigaboots. <laughs> I feel like at some point we wish he, you know, <laughs> didn't just run out the timer on what he was saying. <laughs> uh, hello, everyone. Welcome to Big Thing Dimension number 227. I have shot Bob to death in the intro. Ouch. Remember the time Dan shot Bob in the dick? <laughs> that, was, that really hit me there. You know, man, that just... That oh, it was... really hit you? Uh-huh. <laughs> you just like, shot sure. Bob in the dick? Yeah, sure. The bullets entered his body, but I, I felt it. Uh, Seriously, though, I, I'm really glad this week because... Uh, Every last Geno hater on earth is dead. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Taken care of. <laughs> yeah, not too many, not too many uh, people with great taste in video game characters uh, get to watch an entire group of haters disappeared like they're fucking the crowd in a DBZ movie. <laughs> the sunlight just hit them and they were all vampires. We finally figured it out. <laughs> plays the end of Dracula XX song <laughs> as they all turn into smoke and <laughs> uh man what a good week did you guys know this is an insane year in video games I hadn't noticed that was true before the Nintendo Direct now it is 10 times worse <laughs> How am I? How am I supposed to? What am I supposed to do in such in circumstances like this? In situations like this? Yeah, I don't know. It, it's fucking wild. Uh, get rich and dilate time. Ooh. <laughs> right. So what you're saying is I should betray capitalism. It's okay. We can just max out our credit card this year because there won't be a single video game released next year. Yeah, there's definitely not going to be multiple hardware releases next year. <laughs> Oh no! Oh yeah, that's true. It looks like... <laughs> Wait, didn't the didn't the PS4 Pro also line up with the Switch? Is A history repeating? Bit. Like it, it was. I think I the think PS4 three Pro and apart, then yeah, right? three months later the, the I, Switch. Uh, <sighs> yeah, I, I think it might have been 2016 that the PS4 Pro yeah, came out. It would have been the end of 2016, and the Switch comes out the because there was a because there was a lot of those because there was a, there's a lot of games that have enhancement modes on the PS4, mm. like but don't on Xbox because the Xbox One wasn't out yet. And it's like no, we're not going to go back for your thing. Bye. We did it already. <laughs> yeah, the, I, <laughs> I think the hardest, out, asshole. the hardest that's ever hit me was Tekken. Because I was like, Tekken should have been light enough. What the fuck? 720p, lol. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> what, a, what a nightmare. Um, we have a lot of great games and thrilling news to talk about this episode. But unfortunately, I got to do something I don't think I've ever had to do before. Guys, I have to apologize. I thought order up. I was yes. okay. We're, we're apparently gonna get ordered. notification uh, sounds. Thank you, different stream layouts. What am I supposed order to do up. about that? Yes. <laughs> this went great live. Uh, 
<laughs> Things are no longer sad. I am now changing. Oh, okay. We're good. It's silent. All right. One of these fuckers is absolutely going to try to trigger that if I don't do this. Ha. <clears throat> let's, let's retake that again. Don't worry. Bob will edit this out and post. <laughs> How? <laughs> Bob, Bob, it's your responsibility now because I said that with confidence. I have to steal the oh, files fuck. from your PC. Yes. Just get rich and dilate time. <laughs> I have to apologize. I thought I was being a beacon of positivity. I thought I was speaking for an unheard mass, but unfortunately, it's just me, and I was wrong. Ladies and gentlemen, I was wrong to say about look good. Every human on the surface of this planet has let me know over the last week that game looks like shit. I didn't realize I have never been this wrong in my life. <laughs> I literally got a text from my brother who said, what game were you talking about? I saw a vow that looks like trash. <laughs> I... I don't know why that game looks good to me, but apparently that dress is purple and I need to shut the fuck up. Apologies, I don't get it. I don't, I don't get why Avowed is what people earned everybody's ire. That game looks like a normal game. Yeah, and your brother's also a huge fan of Pillars of Attorney, which just blew my mind that he had that reaction. Yeah, no, it's... It literally feels like everyone like, but me. Is, are people are people just butt hurt that it is an Elder Scrolls Six? It's coming, guys. You're gonna have to give it seven more years, but it is. I know. You'll probably be dead before it comes out, but that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> You'll realize that dying's fine by the time you get there. I guess you'll be like, <laughs> I don't need Elder Scrolls Six. I need just all of this to stop. <laughs> I didn't realize. I didn't, Bob. If I ever speak out of line like that again. <laughs> I need you to correct me and be like, that's enough. Bob, why didn't you fix that in post? Yeah, Bob, why didn't you fix that in post too? I don't know. I don't know. Here's how I knew it was bad. Here was step one of me knowing it was bad. I tweeted how I felt about the game. Mistake, admittedly. Yeah, what are you thinking? We're not supposed to tweet feelings. We're supposed to tweet funny takes. But... I tweeted how I felt about the game and everyone who came to defend the game and every, every one of them even sounded like, yeah, I hope it's good. I, you know, it looks like it might be good by the time it ships. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I saw I the studio come out and say that. <laughs> like, no, it's, it looks better now. We're sorry. <laughs> I know. I'm what just the like, fuck? Oh my God. Right? All I remember you know, I is there was a fish guy and I'm like, that motherfucker looks like a blue magic card. This is going to be a good I, game. I don't think we get to fucking, like, if you're like, yeah, yeah, fucking Avowed looks like shit. You're, you're not allowed to rag on, the, on, like, Jim Ryan or Matt Booty when they're like, every game needs to be a seven-year developed ultimate super game. Yeah. Like, like I, you're literally on their side. You are repeating their stance right yeah and that was actually something i was struggling with in the last week is everyone let me know i was wrong i was like you know they're right every game needs to take forever to make now because apparently about looks like shit <laughs> like it doesn't even look rough it just looks like it has an art style that isn't realism but but what if it looks 10 times better and took eight years to make and bankrupted yeah. the, the obsidian because they had to make it Right. And like even, Obsidian <laughs> in that statement even said, like, this is the longest an Obsidian game has been in beta. So it's 
gonna work? I didn't know. I just, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I, I, Chris Agro, I know you're trying to protect to my feelings. <laughs> I know that's what this is actually about because like, everyone like, but me knows. <laughs> are we going to have to go through this again when they reveal that the Clockwork Revolution is like, like a Fallout, but not as big? Because it can't be, of course. Would that be, would that be a Fallout? Is it a Fallout? They said it's a fallout. They said it's going to have gear and stats and leveling. Funny. I missed actually that that was the studio that Xbox owns. That's in exile. Yeah, they they yeah. made um they made Torm Tormentum, the really bad knockoff of uh, Planescape Torment, and I do not actually know what else they made. I think they did Somebody Wastelands. Wastelands, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Oh yeah, they did the Wastelands. Oh <laughs> god, they did Hunted the Demons Forge. Hmm. But what about mm. Hunters the Reckoning? <laughs> right, I was like, what's uh, about Hunters the Reckoning for a second? Did yeah. they make that? Did Is... they make that? Maybe I'm a huge fan. <laughs> Maybe they're my, like, Western RZ. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, audience, I don't know how you're going to receive that apology from me. I don't know if you'll forgive me in full time. But this has been... A blow to my self-respect <laughs> and confidence. So if you could have sure. patience with me as I realize that I'm fucking wrong. <laughs> if sure this game comes out and it's somehow ass. Yeah, that'd be terrible. But it sure as shit looks better than the Outer Worlds did. Admittedly, my brother thought the Outer Worlds looked like dog shit too. So <laughs> maybe hating the art style of this is like, you know... Just a consistent dance. This looks a lot nicer than the Outer Worlds artistically. Uh, I agree. It looks like Magic the Gathering is a triple-A game, which I think is the part of yeah. my brain that's going full tilt and being like, oh, I need this. Yes. Yeah, it definitely looks more unique because I felt like the Outer Worlds looked real plain. Like that. We don't have Pip-Boy. We just have Boy. <laughs> yeah, that... that <laughs> Retro modern sci-fi aesthetic is easy to just make look very uninteresting. I feel like they ran, landed right perfectly in that zone. <laughs> Anyways, with my apology out of the way, we can now go to talk about what we've been playing. Hey, Bob. Hey, Dan. Agro's been playing Pistol Whip. Hey, Agro. <laughs> hey, Dan. <laughs> How's Pistol Whip and those lenses treating you? Oh, my God. So, yeah, first of all, uh, <laughs> I ordered from a company called Hans VR some prescription lenses to <laughs> just Hans. slot into my PSVR 2. For anyone who's curious, it's H-O-N-S, uh, if I remember correctly, Hans VR. Hans. Hans. <laughs> that shit is an absolute game changer. Like, the PS2 VR is designed to fit over glasses, and it does. But I'm constantly terrified that I'm going to bump lens to lens and I'm always reaching up into the gasket to push my glasses back up my nose. And being able to just drop these things on there and go is fucking amazing. Are they easily removable? Like, Yeah, they literally just I pulled them out of the, the handy carrying case, slipped them out of a protective plastic bag and it right over the lens. It's it's just a lens and a plastic shroud that fits over the lens that's in the set. That's great. That's sick. Mm -hmm. I need to get my prescription updated. <laughs> yeah, like I had I had done it like last month. I'm it's still sitting on my desk. I was so lucky. <laughs> You're like, wait a minute. 
<laughs> Zelda item sound. So, man, uh, I have seen every trailer for Pistol Whip they put out, and they don't do it. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, you you turn that game on, you, you do Black Magic, the introductory course, and you're like, oh, I feel as cool as John Wick, and that <laughs> is the limit of human experience. <laughs> yes! Yes, you get it now. You've seen the light. <laughs> it's so like, true. Honestly, uh, before I even played a level, I looked over to my left and there was a suitcase and I opened the suitcase. I'm like, oh, I can pick a bunch of guns. Every one of these guns is a reference to an action movie. This is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you tried out the uh, sawed off sh plasma shotgun? I believe is a good way to phrase I did it. it in one run because it was part of this, uh, the dev's choice style selection. Mm hmm. Uh, but it was like no auto aim and super aggressive. And I got my ass killed in like a minute. It was one of the first ones I did. Yeah. After weeks of playing that game, I did one that was, and I'm trying to remember the exact name they give the, we have turned off all forms of aim assist, but I, I did that and I was like, Oh, I can't aim. <laughs> oh, I'm dead. I kept getting frustratingly close. I'm like, I think I could practice this and it would work, but Oh God. Right. Oh, these tiny handles. Like it just it feels like it feels like yes, you could do that, but then why are you doing that? Like, while I was playing it, I was like, oh man, I'm just I'm just nailing these shots. This is probably some beefy aim assist, but I feel so cool. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's so it's so good. Then it gives you the fucking Robocop gun that does three or four round bursts. Yes. Oh. Yeah, that's really good because you can push and hold the trigger and swipe your hand across and the reticle <laughs> will fire when it lines up oh with the person. Oh my god, what? Yeah. It's so sick. And you Especially can do when you're doing anything. it on rhythm. Yes. It's so and, good. And yeah, the ability to just have like I am going through I the first thing I did was pull out a Beretta and <laughs> like mess with all the wraps and metal colors you could do with it. So now I have twin green berettas with white circuit board wraps on the handles and on the slide and there's just there's nothing better than doing these levels with a gun in each hand it's fucking amazing it's so good i uh i spent weeks doing dual wielding and uh you know once you're doing it like an hour a day at some point my my left arm is like i'm just tired in general so i'm like well, I'll min-max, right? Let me put down one of the guns and focus on the other. And what I, what I didn't realize is for scoring mechanics, dual-wielding is weighted training for single-wielding. Because one of the, the best strengths I have is I can shoot with my right hand insanely fast. And there are scoring mechanics where if you land a precise shot and then you, like, double-tap or triple-tap, it will count that as on-beat. Huh. Oh. If you shoot fast enough. So I'm literally just getting higher scores relative to the leaderboard on single arm because I'm just consistently doing that. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> that explains why I saw you on like one leaderboard never again. I guess they split them up. Oh, yeah. Every modifier you do, every single thing, whether it's dual wield, single wield, different guns, uh, aim assist turned off, all of these will get their own leaderboards. On a nice. highly related note, uh, I am number three on one of the songs for PlayStation Network, and that felt <laughs> insane. Holy shit.
because uh, they jump your ass with so many fucking dudes and each one takes four shots. So the most important skill is being able to unload a mass amount of bullets in a very short time frame before they despawn and you get it lit up by the five other guys that are now behind you, basically, because you've spun 180 to shoot all those dudes who ran past you. Uh, Aggro, I've tried my best to describe with words how cool Pistol Whip is. I think the closest, I, closest I've gotten is... If Time Crisis had the aesthetic of a John Wick film with the cool lighting and was a rhythm game. Yeah, I mean, like, this is this is what VR was for. <laughs> this is what VR looked like on TV for the last 20 years. <laughs> yeah. This, this is it. Like, this is what Red Steel promised it was going to feel like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they need to make a new Red Steel for VR. They are. It's called Tiger Blade. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed Pistol Whip. I'm glad you checked it out. Yeah, uh, it's crazy that Ubisoft's doing Assassin's Creed and not that. Yeah. yeah. Especially since even as someone with VR, I'm looking at that Assassin's Creed game and going, ah, ah. I'm like VR's strongest soldier <laughs> in <laughs> podcasting that is not VR-oriented podcasting. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking at that going, ah, I don't know. Can I don't I, know, man. Can I get a demo? <laughs> right. It's that, super important for this platform. It's it's good for me to know that your entire game is burnable refuse. <laughs> uh, I'm so excited for when Insomniac makes their first VR game for PlayStation because they've done them, but mm. it was all for MetaQuest or, or a Meta. Mm -hmm. um, so the hope is at some point they make a PS5 VR game. Bring me the Resistance VR game. <laughs> I know for some reason that never comes to mind. I always think of like they did a bunch of original IPs for Meta, so my brain always just assumes it would be that or Ratchet. I was just gonna say, I don't know, we can just mix them. Like, I'm pretty sure they did magic wielding games to so just make a magic based resistance game. Nathan and Hale it, gets lots of power. It's really <laughs> fucked up that fucking pistol whip just went down in the rankings. <laughs> Bob's like, what if Pistol Whip was even better? <laughs> oh no, the Camaro are taking over the world. Uh, completely unrelated, there are also wizards now. <laughs> yes! We're really dealing with a lot this year. These are these are unprecedented times. <laughs> the Nazis also invent wizards. <laughs> we don't know, and we may not explain. <laughs> uh, uh, hey, Agro. Uh -huh. Did you have anything else you wanted to say about Pistol Whip? Uh, I mean, no, so I don't spend the next hour saying the same thing about Pistol Whip. Yeah, unfortunately, that's been my role for the last month. Uh, did you have anything else you played in the last week? I did. I actually, I looked at Bob's list of Next Fest demos and was <laughs> like, what the fuck? Because there was a title I recognized and went to go snag it. <laughs> so, Bob. <laughs> did you get to everything on that list no did you play uh actually i need to find that title again because it's long was it echo point oh god no i played that for two minutes and turned it off <laughs> okay i thought you had played it i was like all right it was girl genius adventures in castle heterodyne i did not play it I did not get around to that one because I real I looked into it and it was like based on some book and I'm like, oh, this is gonna be bad, isn't it? Yeah, I read this webcomic like 
a long time ago in, in the before times. Uh -huh. Oh, it's a uh -huh. comic? It was, but it's also in print. Okay. I don't know which came first or what it started as. It was, like I said, from the before time, so it's impossible to know. Right. Uh, it's a PS2 game. Ooh. And, and not like derogatory, <laughs> like usual. Like in the middle of playing it, I forgot it wasn't literally a PS2 game. The wow. way it controls, the way it turns, its features, it is, it is like there's no jump button. You're just moving around uh, environments. There's a jump down button. It's mostly puzzles with really bad single button combat. Uh, it very much assumes that you have read some of that comic oh. to understand any of what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yes, webcomic addiction from the early 2000s paying off again. I, I should have played it then. I need I, I would love to have had that experience of what, what is happening. <laughs> I really the, did. Give me the name of this like game asset. again. It seemed like asset swap garbage for like the first ten minutes. I don't know why, but then you know it, it gets all the way up to a huh, this is neat. It's an early PS2 game. It controls like medieval. This oh. was a weird niche market. What was the name of that game again? Uh, girl Genius Adventures in Castle Heterodyne. Oh, God, it's a girl. Oh, God. <laughs> I somehow missed that it was specifically Girl Genius. Good ah. Lord. Yup. <laughs> that comic's 22 years old and still running. It's still going? I'm pretty sure it's still going. Yeah, I think when that popular put it in their name, I looked it up and I did see like an issue from that week. Well, good news, guys. Just barely fits. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this was a kickstarted game. Huh. You can kickstart a PS2 game? That's great. <laughs> I guess Here, so. right? Did you have anything else to say about this game? Uh, I mean, like this game and the comic it's based on are maybe my favorite weird steampunk aesthetic that's ever actually been done. It, it's one of the few steampunk properties I've not never hated. Huh. Is that maybe because you were That's introduced impressive. to it at a very young age? I mean, it very well might be. And Bob's like, <laughs> huh, I have a question. <laughs> Raises the sun up stuff get above the counter. <laughs> Agro, did you play Codename Steam? I don't think I did. Okay. Do you have evidence to the contrary? No, no, no. <laughs> Okay, I didn't know if you were like Is glancing it... at a at a Steam list or something. Has played <laughs> for two hours. Isn't fucking Will Wheaton Abraham Lincoln in that? We're gonna move on from that question. <laughs> oh, is that that game you guys accused me of ripping off for Pilot Wings? Uh, because your Pilot Wings pitch was both historical and a turn-based strategy. Is that right? Because that's what that game is. I wasn't there for that one, so I do not. You know. weren't there for Pilot Wings? No. Pretty sure I wasn't. He, he he showed up like after we were done. I'm trying to remember what the pitches were then because I remember mine okay, was okay, mine was go. like a Tony Got Hawk it. thing. Yeah, it took me a second. Okay, Bob's like I don't know you hang glide in mine. <laughs> you own a cat though, and I'm like, what's the deal with the cat? <laughs> don't worry about the cat. Okay, now I'm worrying about the cat. <laughs>
<laughs> I wasn't worrying until you told me not to. That's when it got fun. concerning. The look, the cat may fall off the hang glider. I don't know. Oh my god. <laughs> uh aggro, sure our audience go read this comic and or play this demo. That's a lot of comic, but it's like an hour of demo, so knock yourself out. Have fun. Good luck. Uh, did you play anything else? I did not. Bob and I played The Quiet Man. It was very quiet. At least for the first half. Just I've, I've been waiting years to know this. Okay. Is that game the bouncer? No. Not at all. It wishes. Man. Man, imagine it had any sense of style or anything. Yeah. Like they, anything they good for They tried. They got something they like they got like a cutscene director from the Yakuza series to be involved, but then it's like it's really obvious they're just like, no, you don't get any money. Like I'm trying to remember because one of the people involved it specifically said and it was like a cutscene director, it specifically said they did the early phase stuff, like before the game was in full production. Right. So it sounds like he got fired off the project before. Or it was, bailed. Or bailed. Way more likely. I don't think the the quiet man is firing someone with that pedigree. <laughs> I think someone's bailing because things aren't coming together. Um, that game is the definition of half-baked. If that game launched as a demo on Steam Next Fest, Bob would be like, oh, this is really rough. I don't know how they're going to pull this together in time for launch. And we're a little bit after launch, seeing as how it's uh, 6 p.m. in June 22nd, year 2023 or something. Um, the Quiet Man is a story where somebody came in and said, hey, it's called the quiet man because he's mute and deaf, right? Yeah. Actually, he does speak. He does he? speak. He does speak, but not often. So he's but, just deaf. Yeah. He's... And so they're like, what? <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. What if this dude, what if we just hit mute for the entire game, even though he can read lips? And even though he's saying some of the words, we'll mute those too. Because now our game has an, a gimmick, a gimmick, a marketing gimmick. Yeah, no matter how little sense it makes, because he is obviously understanding things being said in cutscenes. Yeah, he's communing with them regularly. Yeah, like he's so a, he, and he's talking. Yes, like yeah. out loud. Uh huh. Not all so, the time, but yes. So he is the man for whom things are quiet. Yes. Uh huh. Hmm. Which, honestly, if they named it that, that would actually be even way, way more bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, it is really crazy. It, it is crazy from a, it really doesn't make sense and it really didn't come together. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say that angle of muting the game for the first playthrough is absolutely a post hoc. This story sucks solution because one at launch, you couldn't play with the audio track. That was a slightly post launch patch. Um, two, that story is unbelievably stupid and it's way better to just leave it to the imagination. Yeah. No, every time we got audio for a cutscene, it just made everything dumber. 
So we're gonna we're gonna start spoiling the ever loving shit out of the Quiet Man. If you are like me, someone who says, "Oh, I'm gonna play that on a stream someday," so I better stay blind on it, or whatever other reasons you might have for this, maybe skip until you stop hearing delightful Dragon Quest music. Oh right, I should also pop on the spoiler aspect. <laughs> you know that there might be people in the audience who. Um, can lip read who can lip read and they won't stop <laughs> lip reading for some reason right yeah they started and they'll never stop in the quiet man much like the character for drive is smitten for the lady the girl next door who is taken the quiet man is smitten for a girl who is a singer who looks like his mom because his mom was shot to death in a scuffle between minorities on a back street when he was young and his dad, detective beats his child, manipulates him in the story of the game to unlock his inner devil trigger to kill the gang leaders who are the minorities who killed his mom. This is ripping off something. I don't know what, but the abusive father that is a detective and makes his kid a vigilante. I have 100% seen oh, that exact yeah. story Th somewhere. That has Isn't happened. That girl and Kick-Ass? Yeah, that's what yeah, I was gonna that, say. But there, there but, was but something like that mean. was even more like this. <laughs> but like, unbelievably stupid in this case because I, it doesn't make any sense. You, 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 you roll over the part where this minority struggle, uh-huh, is over a pair of sneakers it's in the lowest laughable look, back lot. We have to, I had to <laughs> recap the whole game in one sentence. I didn't have time to say they are literally holding fresh Nikes in front of the camera going, we minorities are arguing over this. And, yeah. the, and then they accidentally shoot his mom. Both of them, yeah. And then detective beats his child tells his child that it's his fault because he's disabled. And I'm like, I don't think him being deaf really affects your wife getting shot, sir. <laughs> Maybe I don't understand how bullets work. So so I've been reading this manga lately called Beck, and it, it's just, a, it, it's, it's about music. It's about a band. But there's like a evil American thug dude mm -hmm. who is maybe a little bit of a stereotypical portrayal of a black person thousand times better than the ones in, in the quiet man <laughs> it, it like it legit like it has to be from one of those nordic countries where you've never seen someone who isn't white uh the, the principal filming for this i think was in bulgaria i think it's something what we like were that hearing. it was, um, it was it, it's allegedly set in new york because they keep using like drone footage from some stock website There are definitely parts of the production that make me think of Isolation 119. Yeah. Or Hysteria Project. Yes. Um, truly terrible. Mechanically for combat, it is laughably bad. I don't think we've played an action game as bad and dumpy as The Quiet Man ever before. It is really rough. Yeah. And also, he will snap to animations uh, to get him in perfect alignment with the enemy very frequently, which involves him teleporting around the screen. 
You know, that's actually, you want to talk about the biggest, this is not a done video game flag. Mm. This is the biggest one. No one can even debate this. You know how in a video game, you move into a wall and your character will go, there is a wall there, I will stop walking. And their animation just goes to a standing animation, basically. He will stop on the frame he ran into the wall in forever. So he'll just be frozen like this. Yeah, just running place. <laughs> running in place. Well, there not was running in place. Running, because running. that would be just running the animation, yeah, which no, would look better. It freezes the animation. <laughs> there was something I played on stream this year that did that. I'm struggling to. Maybe it was Agents of Mayhem. Oh. There was some. There was something this year where, like, if you when you're if you ran into the wall, they just lock on that frame of the running animation. It's such a good. But technique. I don't remember what it was. So, yeah, the Quiet Man, truly, just awful. I the first time I went through. In my head, I was building up the scenario that this woman who looks just like his mother is his sister or something. Right, yeah, but, we were doing that and we were just like, yeah, that's his sister, mom, love interest. But when we get to see here with the audio, it's like, there is no explanation. She just is his mom. Same actress, same, same everything. Yeah. Like, she what? looks identical. What? New York what? City. New York City is full of a lot of people <laughs> who look like my mom. <laughs> Also, the superpower angle is insane. Uh, yeah, which, you know, if you want to go into that, we can just be like, uh, so once again, the point of the game is he's deaf. He can commune with people just fine, and he does often through sign language and saying words. And sometimes just intimidating people. Mm -hmm. Um, he can read lips. He's perfectly functioning as a, as a person of society, seemingly. But for some reason, part of this game's like, he's deaf, so he's emotionally stunted and or mentally damaged. And I'm like, that's not really, Yeah, that's not really what you did. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, you know, we thought maybe there was an incident that caused him losing his hearing or something. It's like, no, he knew sign language when he was like nine. So mm -hmm. clearly he's just been deaf the whole time, but they never. So anyway, um, so when he's a kid, and they're at the psychiatrist, and Detective beats his son, is talking to the psychiatrist. The psychiatrist is like, he does these drawings that are spooky of this large bird man who protects his mom. <laughs> and then and then they look at the kid, and then, and then he basically goes, that's the quiet man. I'm the quiet man. <laughs> and then a bridge collapses. <laughs> And then when when he's an adult and his his father detective beats his son has properly manipulated him into not destroying one gang but two he then attacks his son for no reason at all literally no gain and his son uh well is well he he went double triggered to beat one of the gang bosses he became the quiet man which is which gave him what i'm gonna call even though there was no lightning shadow lightning powers he basically does the Chidori to people. And he takes a bullet to the back of the head and is fine. Well, and yeah, that's because he awakened his quiet man powers. And at the end of that sequence where that happens, they act like just he's just normal again. It's so weird. <laughs> it's so yeah, bizarre. Is, is, is the quiet man shit? powers real or is it like he has entered 
a fugue state as this killing machine and you're perceiving reality as he perceives it a lot of a lot of movies have asked you as the as the viewer to question the reality right this is the least captivating one of those i've ever experienced i'm like what? but he was shot right like he... i was i was struck at how shamelessly and pathetically this was trying to be a quantic dream game yeah, it does like, feel like that's that. That's what it is at every level. That's how it looks. That's how the environments are. It's just like, and then we put it in the world's worst. It, it has combat that would be in a Quantic Dream game. <laughs> yeah. Except for I'd rather engage with a Quantic Dream game mechanically because even that just isn't... The gameplay of this is just... <laughs> what was the Steam review? It was like, uh, what was it? Oh, oh, the son of a uh, the white son of a policeman beats up the same three minorities for four hours straight <laughs> because yeah they made three character yeah he beats up the same three latinos for the entire game yeah yeah that's he does the, that's the game you even have to go to the same rooms over and over in a way that doesn't seem extremely plot motivated like they just didn't want to make more environments for you to fight in no what if you just go to the subway again and the sucker punch for anyone who doesn't know yet this is made by the people who made prey 2006 so that's a real shame <laughs> yeah basically the last game <laughs> Hey, Bob, did you have anything else you wanted to bring up? Like no. shadow lightning powers, the amount of times chat hit that's my mom on the second playthrough. <laughs> the fact Vox couldn't watch the first playthrough because whispering bugs her and I totally get that. <laughs> yeah, we whispered all the way through the first playthrough. Well, yeah, because that's the quiet playthrough. Then we did the loud playthrough where Bob changed from silent Bob to raucous Bob. <laughs> and started saying the quiet part out loud. Oh no, Bob. What's I don't up? want to do an apology video for you two. Don't say the quiet part. <laughs> In fact, don't even say things that might have quiet parts. How about that? We can nip this off at the butt. Okay, gotcha. But is it better than Left Alive? You know, people pose that a lot. And, um... Probably. Yes. Left Alive, I've played a little bit of. It's what I've what I've seen of bad. Left Alive is that it's like even less complete and significantly more ambitious. Mm-hmm. That's a good way of putting it. And that was the Quiet Man segment. We also played Hey Pikmin. Now, Hey Pikmin, for people who don't know, is a 3DS game in the Pikmin series. It hey. came out four years after Pikmin 3. The 3DS is not capable of a normal Pikmin game, so RSS, the people behind Balan Wonderworld, made a 2D platformer that has Pikmin mechanics. In this task, they have succeeded. Bob, what are your thoughts on Hey Pikmin? That seemed like a perfectly fine 2D version of Pikmin. Like, really reduced all the mechanics down to their basic minimum of making a platformer like that. So you use the Pikmin to solve puzzles in a 2D space. It was fine. I don't know. Yeah. 
Like, I, I thought it was going to be fucking vile with the way Pikmin fans were talking about it. Yeah, we heard this game was the worst. And really, it's just, this is a game that came out in 2017 on the 3DS, so it shouldn't be real. And I'm like, guys, yeah, I already, <laughs> I already hated it for that reason. I didn't need to get you hating it for that reason as a feedback of how good the quality of the game underneath would be. Um, yeah, also, there was uh, one of our biggest Pikmin fans during that stream just goes, I don't like it when they turn a 3D game 2D. And I'm like... Why didn't you say that before this? I was so scared for the stream. That stream's literally not called a death stream because between the 3DS capture unit and the reputation that game had, I'm like, Bob, we may just want to bail. Mm -hmm. This might just be a normal fucking stream like other normal people do. One thing I did really get upset at. Mm. The game sets out to a goal. <laughs> it's like you need to get 30,000 of these things. And then you've beaten the game, which every Pikmin game has something kind of like that, basically. Well, at least yeah. one, two did. Uh -huh. um, you get all of that, and then the, the, the computer <laughs> AI is like, actually, I lied. Do every level anyway. Well, the thing was like, oh, we have enough energy to get home, but I lost a part, it turns out. So we actually need to find that part. And Bob's like, this is vile. I will kill you. <laughs> Thank I mean, God you didn't do your plan of grinding the first level for three hours to get the number. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, I, that, I, that's why I didn't, because I'm like, there's no way. <laughs> there's literally no way these fuckers didn't just do this as a bit. Because, yeah, I don't, I don't know too many video games that are like, oh, you did that and you didn't play half the content. Okay. Because no one trusts players or reviewers enough. <laughs> right. Except for Zelda Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom. They're like, you walked into the end of the game. What do you want? <laughs> you should have known better. <laughs> now I'm going to knock you all down. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that game was fine. It was neat. Uh, I really think it would have been better on a 3DS that wasn't the absolute largest 3DS possible with the capture unit installed, making it even slightly heavier. Um, it definitely would have been better if we weren't plugged into an AC adapter, a USB, and a, and a stereo jack. Yeah, it would also have just been better if it wasn't designed around the 3DS and have one regular say, buttons. One might say it wasn't designed around the 3DS because the only thing that makes sense for the 3DS aspect of it is touching a touchscreen. Yep. <laughs> uh, because what you do is to throw the Pikmin, you use the touchscreen to aim. And then they go off in that direction. And that's the whole reason we don't get to see a decent-sized view of the level. Because <laughs> keep in mind, uh, the top screen is the same as the bottom screen, right? So, like, you'll just see this much of the level, which most of the time you're inside. And then above that, you'll see an additional slightly wider, wider aspect of that. And you need to keep looking up there to see things that are above you. And it's like, man, if they just did this as a normal 16 by 9 large TV, that would be fine. Mm-hmm. I'm okay aiming with the right analog stick. Yeah, and you really can't say it's designed around the 3DS because the 3D literally does not work in that game. Yeah, no, it's... Like, at all. It does nothing. You try to turn it on, and it goes, no. <laughs> Funniest thing about Hey Pikmin, though, uh, title screen goes, hey. This is, this is the entire bottom screen says this, okay? This is not a piece of text I am illuminating for comedic value. This is the message of... Hey, hit the home button to quit playing. <laughs> like, I've never had a game that boots up that was just like, hey, turn me on. You, you boot up a game and it just pops like, uh, if you feel a gnawing sensation in your torso, it means you should eat food. 
If you're having difficulty keeping your eyes open and your head up, you should find a a, a, a flat surface to lay prone on for for six to eight hours. Before playing, consider how is your social standing among your friends? Uh, are are all of your relationships healthy? Maybe focus on those first. And I'm like. The Sims, I don't need this from you. <laughs> Some next level Master Miller shit from Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> uh, yeah, that game's fine. Why were Pikmin fans scaring us so much? I yeah, don't they, understand. They, they acted like it was the worst game ever made. It was crazy. Yeah, they, they acted like it betrayed them. And left them somewhere. Left them somewhere. I don't know. Park bench, I'm guessing. <laughs> uh, that game's neat. I don't know that I would go out of my way to play it unless you like playing things on the 3DS, which makes you a very different person for me to begin with. Yeah, yeah. If you're like, hey, I like the 3DS and I want to play a game, then sure, yeah, go ahead. Hey, Pikmin's neat. I don't I don't think anyone would come out of that being like, it's a fucking piece of shit. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's literally executed exactly what it wants to do, and it's whether or not you're interested in that, you know? Yeah, Anything yeah, no, nothing else. Like that's, okay. that's what that game was. Luckily, we did not play any other video games ever. <laughs> uh, I played more Pistol Whip. You too? I yeah, I know. <laughs> Sorry to sound like I'm I'm cribbing from aggro here, but I played Pistol Whip. The game's still amazing. The game is still my game of the year. Um, I'm like. I'm in the top 100 on a lot of songs doing the dual-wielded pistols on PSN, and I'm in the top 1,000 for a great number for global rankings on everything. You know what really helps Pistol Whip is it having a great soundtrack, period, mm -hmm. and not like, oh, these songs are suitable to... No, no, these are, these are good songs, <laughs> and they're even gooder to do cool John Wick shit do. That is a great-ass video game. Um... Yeah, I guess that's it. We also played Diablo 4. <laughs> this is my first time playing the full release. I bought Diablo 4 because me and my brother were playing. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to join. I, I, I like hanging out with Steve, too. Yeah, Steve's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Bob, the idea wasn't to portray you as... I was trying to hang out with my brother and Bob invaded. <laughs> oh, yeah, we forgot to cover the part of like, Bob, you also got better at Pistol Whip. Because you, you mentioned that thing of like, uh, I've gotten pretty good at dodging. <laughs> I have to like Bob's move my chair back when Dan's playing it to try and avoid him. Bob's like trying to use his computer. I'm like, <gasps> just start swinging my arms back at him. I, I still have not played Pistol Whip at all yet. You really should. Yeah, I should try it. You should definitely play it right after me. It's it's just so good to put on VR headset that's saturated in right, human it's sweat. Moist. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's kind of when I know to stop playing. Is is when it gets a little <laughs> aquatic in there. Ah, <laughs> uh, you should try Pistol Whip sometime. Yeah, it's a great fucking video game. But, not time to talk about Diablo 4, I suppose. Yeah, that's the first time I played the full release. At, at, right near the end of our play session, which was after a few hours long. I was like, so what act are we in, guys? <laughs> so we had been playing for something like six, maybe five at least hours. Uh -huh, it, was, it had been a decent amount of time. <laughs> Reminder, I've only done two play sessions with this game outside of the beta. This is the second one. 
Bob's like, yeah, what actor? When are we getting to the next act? And I'm like, Bob, we are almost done with act three. You joined us for all of act two and almost all of act three now. <laughs> Bob's just like, what? I thought we would go somewhere different. I'm like, no, this is yeah, it's a big continent. Then I realized That's it's a game. It's all one big open world. I thought yeah. it was going to be multiple smaller open worlds no. uh, that were really unique looking. Instead, it's like, oh, no, it's just. It's all kind of the same. Some of some parts are icy and other parts are deserty and other parts are blood cave. Yeah, the blood cave was cool. That was like the coolest thing in that play session. Everything uh, else just really faded into yeah, it's we're we're still in act one, right? Um <laughs> Diablo 4 is a perfectly suitable game to listen to a podcast and talk to friends simultaneously and do as many other things at the same time as playing it as humanly possible. Yeah, that that game is oatmeal. That game like plain. Well, plain oatmeal. Like there's well, nothing which one, in there. Which one would you rather which one would you rather do? Play Diablo 4 or play Far Cry 6? Cuz I think Ubisoft games are the definitive oatmeal simulator. Diablo. Yeah, I don't. I have like, to pl actually play the the newer Far Cries, so I haven't played them since three. I enjoyed six more than Diablo I, four, but that's that's me. Aside from when it broke and teleported me to the end of the game to show me a cutscene way too early, but that was a well, I got that copy before launch thing. <laughs> Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully it's not still doing that. Yeah, I don't know. Like Diablo, I don't feel like I'm really. Like, even the act of playing, it's really just me mindlessly clicking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I do think there is a there is something definitively lost when you make the game keep dropping potions for you so you never have to worry about a finite supply of potions that will run out and then go to stunt. There used to be a flow. Yeah, there used to be a flow to it, and now it's um, time to, like, just keep going. Fight the Fleshmeister again. Yeah. Well, we definitely fought him the most in the beta, so that's good. I was really worried the final game would have us fight 80 Flesh Masters. So that's good. That's good that, that, that it didn't do that. Um, I The only thing I actually personally wanted to say about Diablo 4 on the podcast is my brother gave me an interesting different perspective on hating level uh, auto-leveling. Uh, you know, we brought up back when the beta was out, this game auto levels the world to your character. So that way you can join your friends and you will both be equally powerful. Even though my brother Steve is like level 53 and I'm level eight. Mm -hmm. um, and then he joined with a new character because it truly changed nothing. Um, his wife fucking hates that because she wants him to carry her ass through the content. Yeah, and that had never even occurred to me as another angle of, oh, this sucks because blank. Like, that never once would have occurred to me, like, no, her experience of playing with Steve in Diablo 2 and other games is Steve's ridiculous, hyper-optimized DPS bullshit carrying her through uh, content so she could relax and just chill and hang out with him. I mean, that makes sense. Like, that's something I also, like miss right like the point of playing diablo with steve is you are watching a cutscene. the cutscene ends every single monster in the in the dungeon is already dead <laughs> and he's yeah. like wondering why you aren't at the boss yet yeah <laughs> and so like it has probably stolen all of your gear <laughs> don't yeah, worry you like... don't have to worry about the drops anymore he solved that 
Imagine, <laughs> imagine if like they they went to WoW to World of Warcraft and are like, yeah, we changed it so your max level friend can't carry you through the early dungeons anymore. Like right. you can't just go in with him and he clears it out for you. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that's the point of that's one of the advantages to have. Like that's how you get more people to play your game. The person who is more invested can drag the person that isn't. Right. Mm-hmm. That's crucial. And uh, seeing characters who are that strong is supposed to be, as they carry your ass through thing, an almost aspirational moment in figure. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to look at them, be like, holy shit, look at all that stuff he's doing. That's crazy. I hope to do that. But since he's as powerful as you, I go, damn, you are like clicking a lot of things. And <laughs> I am not. <laughs> uh, Yeah. So anyway, that's all I wanted to say because it was an interesting perspective, completely different to my own of why auto leveling sucks. Right. And I thought that was interesting. Yeah, for sure. Um, did you have anything else you want to say about Diablo 4? No, it really was just that. What do you mean we've got you two hacks? <laughs> moment. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to talk about it, but I will tell a story about how Diablo 4 went for us. My brother could not recognize from the name alone Carmel Danson. Which came up because a YouTube video entered my fucking algorithm. So I I just... (laughs) For hours, (laughs) I maliciously sent him... I'm like, hey, Steve, check out this piece of equipment I got. And I would just send him a different meme from 2008. (laughs) Over and over and over. I was relieved he knew the rest of them. Yeah, yeah. I I was surprised that he didn't know Carmel dancing, but you get all the rest of them on frame one, which was really funny because I'm like, how the fuck did you forget? How did you miss Carmel dancing? How did that happen? That doesn't make fucking sense, man. <laughs> Anyways, that was that was the most fun I had playing. <laughs> Yeah, no, the, 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 there's one to be had in Diablo, which has nothing to do with the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a perfectly suitable game to play with people if you really just don't want to even pay attention to the game <laughs> and want to keep sending them dead memes and just being like, hey, Steve, check this out. This is this is a great thing. And he's like, that is ceiling cat again. And I'm like, that is correct, Steve. Good job on that. And I'm like, hey, Steve, here's 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 a cool little piece of equipment what do you think about my equipment (laughs) i think it's pretty neat hey steve i got i got some other equipment over here next to bob do you want to check out this equipment watch out dude you're gonna get us claimed hey steve we got we got some other pieces of equipment (laughs) oh man yeah, I was I was just floored that this motherfucker did not know Carmel did. Has has Orihime spun the leak yet in Bleach? Did yeah, he, that was that? that was season one. Yeah, and I lost okay. it. I was like, she that did was three hundred. That's so fucking long ago at this point. Yes, it's yeah. in like the first ten episodes. It's it, I yeah. freaked out when I was that early. I was like, oh no, <laughs> oh no, everything memorable gone. <laughs> oh man. Well, you mean uh, Jinkari is right there. None of us will ever be able to forget him. Yeah. I made a joke to Bob about uh, restructuring Chugging Bleach to have a worse character segment. And I was like, <laughs> you know, Jinkari would just win forever despite not being in the episode. Right? 
I'm yeah. sorry. The further we get out from Jinkaria, the funnier he becomes. <laughs> so you're going to bring him in for best character is what you're saying. No, there's the new funniest character section. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, Worth noting for anyone who hears us talking about Pistol Whip and has a VR headset for PC. Uh, there's currently an upload VR showcase Humble Bundle, which has a ton of games, one of which is Pistol Whip. And so maybe look into that. I'm going to post a link in chat for anyone watching. Uh, you can Google upload VR, all one word, and then Humble Bundle, and it'll bring it up. I figured out how to say that since the timer's still going on that. I don't know how much longer it has, but very least it's going right now. Anyway, let's see. We did Diablo 4. Talked about Orihime. We talked about really good memes. <laughs> like Ceiling Cat. The best part, I said Steve one. I was like, check out this piece of equipment. He's like, that's Ceiling Cat. I'm like, oh, Steve. <laughs> Shockingly, that is an HD reproduction of Ceiling Cat. Someone <laughs> explicitly went out of their way to recreate because the original <laughs> image wasn't high enough quality for them. <laughs> That's insane. Why is that on the internet? <laughs> Dan, was it you? No, I wish. Yeah. You don't have access to a cat to put in the ceiling. Yeah. I or mean, a ceiling that's Yeah, I was going to say, removable. I'm not going to cut a square in the fucking ceiling. Right? Um, yeah. Let's see. I'm trying to do everything to avoid. I played one other thing other than the Team Next Fest stuff. Okay, what's that? The Wonderful One, the DLC for Wonderful 101. They, they finally put out the end of it. Um, let me update the text. Let okay. me ask you a question about this DLC, Bob. Okay. Should they have made it? Absolutely not. In no world should they have made this. Uh, They're selling it, it separately for $10 now. It's, <laughs> it says a lot when I am like the biggest booster of that game, maybe on the planet. Mm -hmm. And I just looked at that and I'm like, no. Yeah, I, I after, no. after I played this, I tweeted about how bad it was. And then that pod lord, you know, mm -hmm. the one mm -hmm. he came into my reply to say, yeah, not even I'm interested in about a character I don't care about. That that that's how bad this is. The Even... number one thing people say when they beat that game is "fuck that kid." Yeah, I I don't know what inspired them to do this. Um, I ended up playing the first half again because I thought I it didn't record my save file, but then I found out that I just hadn't downloaded the new half of the DLC. So so wait, what happened because of that misunderstanding, Bob? I played the first half again. <laughs> I played all of it. And luckily, it's not that long. I can up all the cutscenes, which is the mo most of the length. That's okay, though. You played the first half. It's not like you have to do that again. Nothing for the first half comes back in the second half of the DLC. <laughs> the second half of the DLC, I refight bosses I did in the first half. Oh, my God. But, you know, it's fucking <gasps> alarming how consistent that is. <laughs> across all DLC. I always have people ask me, hey, are you gonna play this DLC for this game? And I'm almost always like, no, the vast majority of DLCs that aren't like explicitly PC style expansion packs for computer RPGs, 
mm. are bad. Yeah, it's it's tragic. You know, I say I'd refight bosses. The most insane one, final boss. First phase of the final boss is a boss I had already fought. How? Guys, I've so selfishly looked across the room to Bob playing a thing and just felt sick looking at <laughs> This thing's so fucking... We didn't try. Give us $10. The villain that they introduced, they teased at the end of the last thing. Wanna, uh -huh. voiced by Steven Bloom, says nothing. Literally not a single line of dialogue. Laughs. That's it. Cool. Great. That's so cool. Don't play this. <laughs> Do not. It's both an incredibly bad like platformer and an incredibly bad twin six shooter. Man, don't you wish it was as good as Hey Pikmin? <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey Pikmin is like ten times better a game. Yeah. yeah Easily. No, it's not close. It's not. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what inspired them to make this. <laughs> it's just upsetting that it's here. I I can't. So the, the coolest part was the credit sequence, which is literally just levels, but with the credits that you can shoot at. Okay. Like, wow, this game is better when I don't have to worry about enemies shooting back because, oh God, it's awful to play. <laughs> yeah, for people who somehow don't remember from the first thing, this is not more content for Wonderful 101. No. This is some crude, horrible 2D platformer they made out of that game's assets. Mm-hmm. For unrecognizable reasons. I have one question for you, Bob. Was... Was the moment you backed this on Kickstarter the traumatic event that got you here in Balan's Wonderworld? <laughs> I guess. God, why did I do that? <laughs> I wanted to do this game another chance. <laughs> I didn't think it'd also lead to me having to play their terrible DLC. <sighs> I, I don't know. I don't understand. I I'm, I'm sorry this happened to you. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I am genuinely sorry. And also the whole thing takes place, I believe, before the end of wonderful 101 so it's not even like what not even forward moving content oh my god great <sighs> um yeah that's all i got okay i'm not I'm, i can't anymore okay anybody else have questions about the wonderful 101 yeah do you have DLC? any questions class <laughs> does it have a sequel tease for another game at the end no it's over even. yeah it's over Uh, this is a good question coming in from chat. Why? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, d d d Platinum needs to learn how to <laughs> fully let me customize buttons. That's standard this, these days. That's true, yeah. Why is it not here? I don't know. It, they've made the worst button control scheme they could have. Because they've made a twin stick shooter where a jump button is on the face button. Fuck off! Yeah. This isn't hard. You have four shoulder buttons. There aren't that many movement options. There's a dash, a jump, and that's it. Just put those on the I shoulders. Just, and there's I, no way to do it. I, 
Wow. Yeah. How do you make that mistake? I don't know. The year's 2023. We've had twin stick shooters <laughs> since the launch of the PS3, at least. Technically, the 360 with Geometry Wars. Yes. So, like, there is no excuse. So, Rancid game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Well. <sighs> You could finally escape the Balan Theater because you've you've <laughs> cleansed yourself of this trauma. I guess that means we have to dance now, right? Is, is that what we're doing? Yeah, I'm oh, sorry, right. Bob. Okay, no. that's we gotta. Uh... <laughs> okay, that's. <laughs> hey, Chris, what have you been playing? <laughs> uh, so I'm playing Live a Live. I have not beaten it but i'm going to talk about it now anyway because i'm at the end pretty much and i can't see the end drastically altering how <laughs> i feel about the game like it's not going to move the needle very much um all right i think th i think that game's really neat i feel like the like the context that remake came out in like, I, I, I'm not playing it to play some unbelievable super game that nobody's ever played because it didn't get localized. Like, I'm playing it to know. Mm -hmm. And it is really fun to know because I there, there's so many things that I get to see. Oh, like, oh, Saga Frontier just came from this game as one of them. Oh, yeah. No, as a Saga Frontier fan, I boot it and go, oh, shit, it's just Saga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's that. Um, Like, it. It's the game that really inspired Toby Fox and, and its influences all over Undertale and Deltarune. Um, it's just kind of like the experience of... It's, it's the, I played Undertale day one, one sitting, knowing nothing about it. Nobody playing it in 2023 could ever have that experience ever again. Like, there's cultural context around it and discussion around it and expectations that have been set by the discourse and all this. Like, you can't get that pure experience ever again. Right. Yeah. And that's how I, that's how I feel about Live Live. It's like, I'm not going in, like, I'm going in to know because I want to know, like, the things people say about it, and I want to see all that stuff. Like, I want to see the weird uh, stealth segment. I want to see... um you know, that the cowboy skeleton. segment. <laughs> <laughs> and I've really liked it. It's, it's really, it really is one of those games where it's like, they had a lot of ideas and it were on the Super Nintendo. Uh-oh. Mm -hmm. And to its credit, it, like, nothing's broken or terrible. It works pretty well. Yeah. Uh, I think the combat system is really neat, and I'm kind of surprised they never made, like, a straightforward game with that battle system in it because i do think yeah, that battle strange. system is pretty cool i believe uh this is from a cursory glance that game that share g tables has in steam next fest seems roughly inspired by live live because it has a combat grit but hmm. that's that's probably just me thinking that uh these these uh hd2 games sure look nice yeah they do <laughs> See you at the news segment, fellas. <laughs> yup. And, and, and live a live and live a live sure has a great soundtrack. Uh, 
but yeah, I, I recommend everybody go play it because it, it is like a crucial piece of culture. And if you're one of those people who's like, I need to know like the pillars of especially J, especially RPGs. You're like, if you, if you want to know like the history of the RPG genre, I do think you need to play this. Like it is important in that sense. Um, but just just don't go into it expecting like this is going to be a game as good as fucking Chrono Trigger. And it's like, no, it's not. <laughs> like, but but it can't. No, it's unreasonable to expect that. And also, there's the fact at this point in my life, I've played so many games. I'm like, yeah, there's no such thing as a secret ten. I mean, the thing with Live a Live is a lot of it is the novelty and tone of it. Um, yeah, which isn't as impressive. 25 years later i mean one might even say it's really not as impressive even in a post saga frontier one and two world um because it is insane to you know rpgs of that time didn't have six or more main characters all with different origin stories that didn't happen but then we have two saga frontiers in a row during the ps1 generation that just are that but yeah it's fun to go oh i bet wild arms was inspired by this a little bit because the way Wild Arms 1 through 3 start is you pick each character in a row and do their intro segment and then they meet up and the actual game starts. And that's in the first three. Or, you know, all the stuff with Toby Fox, like I just said, or, or Saga Frontier. And mm-hmm. it's really funny that the that one of the chapters is just aliens. It's also... Like it, uh, God, what is that? Space uh, Space Odyssey. Yeah, 2000, Space Odyssey. Uh, 2001, 2001 a Space Odyssey. And, and some of it's really goofy, where it's just like, like what, is that, this guy's just going to eat mushrooms until he dies? That's a plot point? <laughs> That's fucking weird. But yeah, it has lots of neat ideas. It's really historically important. Uh, I don't think any part of the game's bad. But yeah, like, like it's really just... I need to play it for my self-edification. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm realizing I would have liked that a lot more if I didn't finish it. I just stopped where Chris is right now. (laughs) Oh, well, if it massively changes my viewpoint at the end, I'll come back and report on it, but but I'm pretty confident it won't move the needle very much. And we will play Um, the Land Wonderworld music again. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, it's like when you go watch a movie that was really important and you're like, this is fine, but it's not like impressive by modern standard which is which is how that kind of thing goes i mean sometimes mediums evolve and move forward right yeah i can i can think very few games that haven't contributed overall to the genre they're in and are 10 out of 10s except for well i don't know uh, if, if if there was one game ever of all time that was just so perfect and unique unto itself that it was never topped ever again in its own franchise or genre. I guess it would be Super Mario RPG. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, <laughs> I also, I also uh, played through, I streamed it, uh, Mega Man ZX. Oh, you did finish it? Yeah. Uh, that cool. game's only like six, seven, six, six and a half hours long. Um, so, Dan, <laughs> you were wrong. Okay, How? There, there are no combat rooms in that game. Holy shit. Whoa. <laughs> I'm starting to be very afraid that they didn't get combat rooms into their brain until Keiji Inafune was like, let me give you advice on, on mechanics. 
and structure. KG Nafuna comes in and gives them the illegal American athletic drug <laughs> that's in, like, uh, Shaolin soccer. <laughs> uh, Mega Man ZX certainly feels better than any of the Zero games. Like, on a control level, it feels like an X game, which I don't think the Zero games quite get to that level. There's this little bit of disconnect between dashing and jumping or chaining together dashes that is not there on ZX. ZX felt almost as smooth to me as like 30XEX. Wow. Um, the story's real dumb, but whatever. Like, it, <laughs> it, it, it decreates. It, it, huh? I, I don't even <laughs> think the story's dumb. I think it being a part of the Mega Man timeline is dumb. Yeah. I think. I yeah, think if it was separate that. from the Mega Man timeline, it was like, it, this is like the Mega Man version of Turn A Gundam. Mm. Where it's like, we're in, like we, we reference the old stuff but it, and, and imply that we're in the future, but we're not actually. This is a separate timeline. Wouldn't that be awesome if we had maintained that separation of church and state with Mega Man all the way through? And it's like, no, X is a part of the universal century, but... <laughs> Yeah, it feels like Zero and Z ZX just shouldn't be in there. Like they're too weird. That'd be so good. Uh, so so the conceit of this game is it's like two hundred years after the end of Zero Four. Um, yeah. Reploids and humans have apparently gotten so close to each other structurally that there's functionally no difference. They can procreate. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, so you're a transporter transporting something for uh, the guardians who deal with like maverick outbreaks. And they actually go a little bit into, they go shockingly more than Mega Man X does into, yeah, they just fucking call whoever does anything they don't like mavericks. That's good. Cause if you're going <laughs> to keep using that word for the love of God, define it. <laughs> yeah. Wait, now that humans and reploids are basically the same thing, they're still like, yeah, maverick. It's just it's, an outlaw, I guess. Well, well they have, um, they also have the, the, the thing that they do is they use a term that I think X4 or X5 uses, which is called mechanoloid, mm, yeah. which is to refer to anything that is not like a reploid. It's not sentient. It's just a robot. Right. Just a dump truck. So, no, literally. So most of it is that. Uh, but anyway, you, you're transporting what is called a biometal. Yep. Uh, and it, it it's a... It, it's a it's a Power Rangers transforming device that turns you into Mega Man or Zero yeah, or uh -huh. any of the guys from uh any of the guys from the Zero franchise. To, to the extent that I think in ZX Advent they in English they yell Mega Merge and do it. <laughs> I think that's right. Yeah. And in Japanese they yell Rock On. They sure just kept it. <laughs> they they should have. And, and that's a big thing because it's like no, if you have a, if the bio metal, you're a Mega Man. <laughs> And yeah. I laughed when it's like, yeah, Zero was the red, red Mega Man. And I'm like, he's not, he's not Keiji Inafune. I'm sorry. No matter how many times you put that into something you're involved with, he will never be Mega Man. You so know, you go around. Sorry. You go, go around and it, it's outside of the stupid fucking faux Metroidvania structure, which, by the way, go get a world map. They exist. That makes the game go from a nightmare to entirely playable. Instantly. Yeah, that's I, I should have. I don't know if I had those resources at the time. I was never able to beat this game because I just got completely lost. Yeah, you just you just look at the you just look at the fucking map. And it's like, oh, I need to go here. Okay, okay, I need to go there. Okay, and then once you get to those there, it's just 
normal ass like there's no actual interconnectivity like a metroidvania it's just a couple of hub areas and then Mega Man levels attached to them mm-hmm yeah it's really weird so you go fight eight bosses and uh the first and, and as you beat the first four you get access to transformations based on the four character the four uh, guardians from the zero games uh, there's a lot of fucking mechanics I didn't bother internalizing. Like the the the, uh, the wind one shows you where you shouldn't hit the boss because <laughs> what? Because they got they got rid of almost all the stupid mechanics, stupid mechanics. But there is still one, which is uh, every boss has of the main eight has a spot you're not supposed to hit them because that damages the biometal they have, and all that does is your your like your special weapon bar for that form will be smaller the more the biometal is damaged and you can just pay to have it repaired so it literally oh, does not matter okay i was like literally if you, if you do this you get a worse version of the battle forever you also you also um eventually unlock refight so you can just refight them at a higher level and just it's free okay uh but yeah it feels pretty good inti creates has this weird problem where they really fucking obviously write a big story and split it into multiple games. So this game just felt like filler story-wise. That's weird. I th don't they fight... change the characters in the next game, though? Yes, they do. Right. Um, but it, it's... And this was in Zero 2. Like, Mega Man Zero 2 basically doesn't matter at all. What? <laughs> like, you fight this random dude who isn't important and dies at the end and has nothing to do with the game before it or after it. So Jin Karya showed up. You ended his life and he just kept going. Uh, no, no, Bob. In Mega Man ZX, it's it's the uh, Professor Viper from Yu-Gi-Oh! GX to the extent he looks exactly like him and is named Serpent. <laughs> oh, man. If you're craping from Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. Oh, that's that's rough. Come on. Uh, Pick a better so yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh! at least. <laughs> not, not a whole lot. Not a whole lot on the story element. You know, the main character's fine, but she mostly just like, you know, Mamoru, Mamoru, I'm, I'm gonna protect everybody, Mamoru, I'm gonna fight for my ideals, Mamoru, whatever. It's fine. Wait, it's why fine does they say Mamoru so much? Um, and, and then, and then I fought the super boss, which is, uh, fucking bullshit. Hmm. Because it's, it's, it's the, it's, it's zero. Of course. And and he's fucking and he has like every single move from Mega Man X four and all his super moves and he can heal and he can fucking Akuma teleport at you and the only reason I even successfully beat him is because I I uh, added added I used the lock on features that you can turn on in the menu to like because it had bonus stuff if you have Mega Man zero three or zero four in the Game Boy Advance slot oh okay cool and all that did was unlock bosses from those games that you could fight in an optional area. And if you beat the set of them, you got an item that turns into the ultimate biometal, the Omega biometal, which is just, yeah, you have infinite super meter and all your attacks do more damage and you're a super badass version of zero. Cool. Like the ultimate uh, armor, you know, right? you just, sometimes you want to do a thing that's cool to get a thing that's fucking broken. <laughs> it's one of my favorite things in a video game. Actually. I love the cult of a keyblade. <laughs> But uh, I'm surprised that I definitely liked this more than any of the Zero games. Like, it felt much better to control. 
Screen crunch it what isn't as big an issue because it's on the DS. Like the, the the assets are all still roughly the same size as the zero game, so you just have more screen space. Which yeah. you know, thank God. Yeah, I remember. Thank God the DS being slightly higher res made basically no one go, We should make the sprites bigger. Right. And everyone go, What if we just saw further? <laughs> Yeah, I also had that same experience uh, way back when I tried it before. It was like, this uh, seems way better, but I can't figure out where to go. So <laughs> it has uh, it has much better game feel than zero games. Uh, and it has it has really great bosses like that's the best. That's the thing Indie creates is best at. Hmm. Like uh, the, the 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 big guy, the big one of the of the, you know, the Maverick type guys, the one that I would say, oh, I'll crush you. I'll crush <laughs> you. He has this. He has this really cool move where he, sh where uh, you're fighting him on like in like there's three tiers of platform. He'll shoot a fucking giant missile up into the sky, and then like stick his arms and legs and head into his armor, and not move. And you have to get on the other side of him from where the bomb goes off because it's a full screen bomb. So it'll like it'll it'll be like co it'll have like a cone effect out from where it detonates, but he, his body will block it. And you had to stand behind him, and I thought that was very neat. Uh, so yeah, it, I think that's probably winning the Inti Creates game contest right now. That's what I was gonna ask. I was gonna <laughs> ask if it was if it was there. I'm 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 starting to become d deeply afraid that I'm gonna be like. Yeah, Keiji Inafune gave them advice for Azra Striker Gunvolt. He just turned that entire company into trash. <laughs> it's funny because Mighty Number no. 9 is largely blamable on having to make a 3D, 2D platformer and them not being prepared to do that in the least. Because, you know, we were talking about with Mighty Gunvolt Burst, they take the same bosses and give them a lot more interesting and discernible of patterns. Mm -hmm. Because it's 2D and that's easy. Yeah. And, but we know for a fact that, that they, they were making a fairly straightforward 2D platformer with Hazard Striker Gunvolt and Cajun, who's like, what if you added this weird speed running and scoring mechanic? What and they were that? like, and, and then they did. Oh, uh, yeah. And he, he just does that because he's like, speed running is popular. I know what speedrunners want. Yeah. No, you don't, man. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm very excited to see. I remember, like, I've beaten ZX Advent. I remember liking that I, that game mm -hmm. because I remember that because the whole because it's ZX Advent because you get the axle metal, the axle bio metal. Um, so Ow. you can just turn in you can just turn into any of the bosses. Like it's not a form; you just turn into that sprite. Yeah. Right. And I thought that was cool, and I remember it having a much. I remember it having less of a confusing structure than ZX. Then he turns to the Durga and run down the hallway. Yeah. And I didn't. also remember it being much longer. Yeah. So I'm was not sure how that's going to pan out. I going to say ZX only being six and a half hours kind of blew my mind. So. Yeah. I also thought that was way and longer. Like, and like an hour of that was me doing the optional bullshit. So it probably would have only taken like five and a half. That's crazy. Yeah. Surprisingly, they don't, they have, we have not yet gotten to the problem where there's just like, yeah, like, yeah, there's just filler. And I'm really afraid that we're going to get to Ozzer Striker Gunvolt, and that's all their weird obsession in that franchise, at least, with true endings is going to be. <sighs> but yeah, those two things were the only thing I really played.
what is the next whatever i'll save that for the plug segment at the end uh what what the next indie game is uh hey bob hey what's up <laughs> everything okay over there yeah i i hear you I hear you play play some games next there's a steam next best roundup <laughs> <Woo! laughs> <laughs> it's time for the steam next best roundup everyone can we get some yippies in chat oh wait no you can't because you're silenced <laughs> <laughs> hey bob hey let's let's talk about the steam next fest yep the first demo i played eternites we've been seeing this at various shows throughout the year uh this is i feel like an insult to kmart to call this kmart persona <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I'm rough. here to defend the honor of Kmart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's really I cannot overstate how much that downplays Kmart in the situation. Mm -hmm. It is it is so rough an estimation of Persona. Uh, it starts with a bunch of a dialogue about setting up a dating app because it's it's a more mature. Like they're older persona characters, so they're 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 talking about going on dates all the time, and they're very cool. And this this dude who I put in the screenshot, who's talking, uh huh, he's like the nightmare mix of Junpei and uh, Yosuke from Persona Three and Four. They just take all the worst elements and made one horrible human. Uh, so yeah, nightmare. Uh, also, the, the, this game is a zombie apocalypse game uh, because they couldn't write anything else, I guess. <laughs> it's literally just like, uh, I, I started with a Persona plot. Um, I don't know what to do. Just have a zombie apocalypse happen. Th then we can do those tropes. So they do those tropes. And then it's a bad action game, which if you scroll down, you can see the, the, the what it looks like in a fight scene. Uh you have an attack button and a dodge button. What do you mean, and attack? <laughs> so it's all about doing time dodges to get perfect dodges and then slowing down time and hitting them, and it feels terrible. There's one combo, and then you can do focused attacks, which are weird QTE attacks that feel awful and look bad. This game is really, really rancid. <laughs> It did keep looking like it was sneaking into the shows we saw it on. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how this gets propped up like it did. Like, it doesn't feel like a game that should ever be at a big show. Yeah, I don't get it. This game doesn't have volcanoes, highs, goodbyes. Yeah, I was literally thinking, like, wasn't this also at a, at a big Sony show? It was at a Sony state of play. I don't know if it was in a bigger just, one than they, that. They just have the worst fucking pacemakers when it comes to picking these indie games they sure do yeah so that was somehow worse than expected <laughs> uh the next thing i tried out was the devil within 
Is uh, there a devil wait, within that, too? It's real. <laughs> no, I, wait. I'm thinking of Little Devil Inside. God damn it. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, what's he talking about? I don't think anyone's heard this. This is a Chinese game I downloaded. Uh, it's a side-scrolling 3D action game. Um, with during the tutorial, the light attack button stopped working, so I couldn't complete the tutorial and turn the game off. <laughs> Um, so I tried Warhaven. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Warhaven. Uh, this is that, uh, multiplayer competitive focused, uh, thing we saw a few times where it's like knights. Yeah. In a third person action game where it's like, you know, two teams against each other. It felt like 30 plus people on each team. It's pretty large in that, that aspect. Like it was there's no AI characters like we suspected during some of that demo. Uh-huh. It is all humans. Uh, running at each other and trying to use melee attacks. I think the setting for it's really neat because uh, we have these knights and it looks all medieval, but they drive up in tanks sometimes in uh, jeeps, like uh -huh. to, to drop them off. And sometimes they float in by dragons. Like the world around this is really cool. But the game itself feels kind of janky and hard to judge proper distance on any of these melee attacks. And large multiplayer game uh but it plays kind of like a battlefield where you're capturing points to, to then have spawns points at different points in the in the level and trying to take more territory so you can build up your score and eventually win uh if you build up enough like kill streak points and stuff on doing stuff like healing and killing guys you can transform into an immortal and those are like super powerful classes that uh have more advanced abilities. Like one dude just on a horse and can attack people <laughs> from the horse. Okay. Well, what's your immortal power? I get a horse. <laughs> yes. Um, it's neat, but it, it just feels so clunky. Like it's really hard to actually aim attacks in this and for blocking to feel like it works. So, but it looks very nice. And I, I think it, that's neat. <laughs> <laughs> Next game I played. Okay. Luna Abyss. Um Are you a prisoner? <laughs> am I? This is weirdly a Metroid Prime like. Huh. You play as this weird genderless um prisoner that has their arms strapped on via a chest strap that's bolted into their sternum? Yeah, it's kind of- that is, like, they started with Cloud Strife, and they, <laughs> they messed with some sliders oh my until God. they got to this. Uh, but yeah, you have target lock, like in Metroid Prime, the areas are more large and explorable like in that, but they have enemies shoot out, like, bullet hell-style patterns, which is what you see in the next slide. Yeah, yeah and you actually dodge around that. Um, they really took those uh, those comparisons of Returnal to Metroid to heart. Yeah, it does feel kind of like that. Um, the world you're in feels kind of like uh, the anime slash manga Blame, with an explanation point at the end, where it's like you're in some sort of mega city or mega structure, rather, where it's not really clear what the intention of it is, but it's just gigantic complex. It's infinitely huge. And be commanded by some disembodied voice who talks about the All Father. Ooh. So it seems pretty neat. There's also lots of creepy skull enemies. And you get um, 
different weapons that unlock different things, like a shotgun that could break shields, and that used that was used both for finding new stuff in the environment and for fighting enemies. So I was like, this seems cool. Uh, I was really shocked by how fun it was. Uh, next game I tried was Toys Tozi who Toys <laughs> Night Order of the Alchemists. Toys Night order? <laughs> yeah. Late night Uber Eats order of the Alchemist. <laughs> um, okay. It, it looks like a, a Castlevania game with kind of bad pixel art. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at this like this does not look like it's this does not look good enough. Like it looks good enough in the, that I think in that first screenshot. Uh-huh. Uh, never mind the fact that a joke about a chicken in the wall makes me want to vomit. Um, yeah, that's like the first thing you see. But, but that there. sprite of her running and the big lady is like, no, I'm yeah, sorry, the main character, the main character looks significantly better than all the sprite work in the game. Yeah, I'm seeing that right here. Yeah, that's <laughs> one of the better looking NPCs. The enemies are horrid. I should have grabbed a picture of them, too. I'm sorry. I did not put that in there. Um, I no. just don't like the perspective on the house in the background, given the rest of the pixel art. Oh, yeah. Design, the, like, it, that doesn't actually make any sense. Oh, yeah. None, none of the pixel art matches up. It all seems incredibly amateurish. It feels bad. Um, there's a nightmare menu system that has three different layers to it that don't work properly, and I just stopped playing. Yeah, let me let me explain. Y'all probably played Arya Sara, where it's like, go select your soul, and then you have three souls. Now, imagine, like... You can hit L and R to go between larger menu branches, but you can hit left and right to go in between menu branches once you're in that menu, in your pause menu. I was like, Bob, what the hell is it doing? What are you, what? Yeah. They shouldn't have released a demo. They weren't ready. It, that might as well be the subtitle of Steam Next Fest. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot during this. There will be a lot of things I had to stop playing. <laughs> Through no fault of my own. But the next thing I played was Toxic Crusaders. This is based on the Saturday morning cartoon show. That is based on the movie. Yes. Uh, it's a side-scrolling beat-em-up. The art looks pretty nice. It feels really plain, though. And weirdly, you know how in a beat-em-up, typically to grab somebody, you, like, walk at them from, like, you get close enough to them and you can grab them. Mm -hmm. In this, there is a grab button. Okay. And it's very strange because you can grab people in ways you do not expect to. So it feels very cheap just to be able to like walk up and grab anyone uh, without much resistance. Can you clarify exactly what that means? Like your reach is further than you expect or you can grab their attacks or what are you, what are you trying to convey here? Uh, you can... It, there, since you can just hit the button at any point, there's uh -huh. not that much worry of having to get in. Like, you can just mash it and hope that you get them. And it feels very strange and wrong. I see. It, they, they don't have an answer, you're saying. Kind like, of. Like, you can just grab them repeatedly and they can't really do a whole lot about it. Yeah, there's that. Mm. And then the balance is it feels like they just make some of the, the enemies really attack wildly and cheaply. But they give you infinite lives during this demo, so it wasn't an issue. I don't know. It, it just... Having the grab button on a, be a button doesn't feel right in a beat-em-up at all. Like, you expect to be able to walk into someone from below and you auto-grab them, or from above and auto-grab them, and it just... I feel, I feel like there's like a, lot of, a lot of beat-em-ups that do that. Maybe I'm misremembering. I feel like Streets of Rage does. No, absolutely not. Because I was thinking Streets of Rage the whole time, like, oh man, this is like really janky-feeling Streets of Rage. 
Um, I'm, I rarely get the time to explain a weird thing that happened. So I used to be a video editor on a series called The Video Game Years that aired on a website called Retroware TV that used to host a uh, community talent like Rig from Retro Island Gaming, Pat the <laughs> NES Punk, the gaming historian, and a bunch of other weird people in the retro scene just and stop skeletons for fun. Anyways, point is that site stopped because all these creators wanted to do their own thing and uh, websites as a hub for content stopped being relevant. So Retroware sold themselves as a brand to that really big white dude who used to be on the AVGN's podcast. Oh. So that is that guy basically is Retroware now, and they are making this game as the publisher and brand handlers. I yeah. believe Justin Silverman is his name. I do not keep up with this heavily. But anyways, so if you hear me say I used to work for Retroware TV... That is very specifically not the people who did this. Yeah, right. Screenwave Media is the name of the company who bought the brand Retroware in order to make weird arcade cabinets and publish games like this. Okay. Yeah, I don't... What a weird... What a weird thing. It, it has a lot of voice acting, uh, which is nice. How many of them are YouTubers? I don't know. I didn't... It okay. didn't really click. Like, they all sound like they have microphones that are professional. It didn't sound like anyone was just obviously, like, wrong. Did anyone like every make single... you want to insert a screwdriver into your skull? No. Okay, so it doesn't have YouTube. Right. Like <laughs> um, all the Toxic Crusaders lines were very delivered in a very Saturday morning cartoon style. Okay. I didn't go look up if these were the returning voice actors or anything. Though. I really doubt. Yeah, I doubt it because they would. That would be forty years ago. Right. Almost. But they 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 were really on the money with. Well, maybe it was nineties or cartoon. I don't know. Yeah, it was only thirty. Yeah, but it, it's. But they were pretty on the money with the self-referential humor they were going for, because a lot of it was like, "Oh man, the Toxic Crusaders." Um, we sure are. It sure has been a long time, or maybe only one week. Like okay. a lot of that sort of stuff, and I'm like, eh, "It's kind of funny." Okay, if you say so. Yeah. Feels like someone just got an old IP and wanted to. <laughs> Yeah. That joke could literally go in anything. It's true. They could have done that in TMNT's beat em up. They could have. They could Did do they? this in literally anything and but done a lot. Yeah. No, I'm not saying yeah. it's original. I'm saying they seem to be it, going for it, exactly it, this thing and are doing it. <laughs> Did you have anything else you wanted to say about it? Not really. It, it's it seems fine. I don't like it, it's not it's nowhere near as good as TMT. It's nowhere near as good as Streets for Rage. It's not as good as River City Girls. It's really hard to sell this unless you are a fan of this old IP and really want to play this talk to Savings again. I've never watched this cartoon, just so we're clear. Like I'd Yeah, no I didn't experience. even know this was an actual start cartoon. I thought this was some kind of parody thing because it's like, haha, wouldn't it be funny if the freaky trauma movies had a Saturday morning cartoon and we based a beat em up on it? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the weird thing about Toxic Crusaders, uh, the animated show. Like Half the population was in love with it and has no idea that the other half who has never heard of it exists and vice versa. Yeah, I also had to look this up on Wikipedia and make sure it was a real TV show. <laughs> I, I knew about it because it, it fits in the same slot in culture as the fucking Attack of the Killer Tomatoes bullshit, but even, even more like, you made a fucking cartoon out of that? Right. They made a cartoon out of fucking everything. Remember that bizarre phase where we were just giving stand-up comedians shows about their life 
<laughs> yep. Rem- remember the Louie Anderson show, the cartoon? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Life with remember Louie. The, remember the Howie Mandel one? Yeah, wasn't there also a Camp Candy or whatever? John Candy or something? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it was weird. Now, also, there's Bobby's World. That's the that's, Howie that's Mandel the Howie thing. Mandel one, yeah. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah, that was... Because I've never... Yeah. Like, I just know because Bobby's World, later. that would haunted me. <laughs> just, oh, and there was the, Bruno the, the, the Kid dog where... reminded where, uh, me to legally change my name, right? <laughs> There was Bruno the Kid where Bruce Willis is, is a child super spy that lies to his boss with a terrible CG model of Bruce Willis's face. Yep. Oh. That was the thing. Yeah, no, that's what an era. What an era. Hey, Bob. Uh, yeah, I played some other stuff. Cool. Lords of Exile. This game was really cool. Uh, the screen chapter button didn't work on Steam, so I don't have many pictures of it. This one's just from their Steam page. Oh, okay. Uh, but this is a Castlevania 3-like. <laughs> Uh, but set in ancient Japan, though you wouldn't know it, like the, the, you were playing some Castlevania, Castlevania levels. Like it's, yeah, it just looks like fucking Castlevania. What? Like, yeah. come on. Um, they added a few movement things. So you have a slide, which they don't make it feel like a, like a new Castlevania slide. They make it feel like slower and more like, okay, you need to know if it's safe to do this. Do you remember if it's like the Curse of the Moon slide? This curse of the moon also gave. No, it's also not like that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Wait, curse the. Yeah. I was thinking circle the moon for a no, second. No, no, curse cur- of the moon. Curse gave you a slide. Uh huh. It's one of the movement things that determines which character you need to play as to get past the thing. All right. <laughs> I don't remember it, so I don't okay, know. Okay. Uh, right. You you also have a diving sword attack, which is really cool but hard to like place because he like freezes in midair and then flams down insanely fast. Uh, they use it for some traversal stuff, like you'll need to break open a, a, a barrier on the ground, and that's for a thing. And it, it's pretty fun, but it is really hard to actually get accustomed to. After a level, you also unlock a stand. And it seems like you'll get different ones of these, but the one in the demo is a ghost samurai that sits behind you. And then you can charge up a meter that he'll shoot out an energy wave with. So you just charge the attack button and he'll shoot an energy wave and that wave can pl- blow up um, barriers in the world as well. So you'll need it again for traversal purposes. Um, it was really cool. I wasn't sure going into it, but I was like, wow, this they they nailed making a Castlevania like this feels really good. Yeah, it looks really good. I saw uh, Danilo Diaz, a uh, guy from what was it, Blazing Chrome and uh, that other more recent thing that I still haven't even played, uh, promoting this as a pretty cool thing on Twitter. And I was like, yeah, that looks sick. Uh, just from the screenshot, I can tell you they're doing a really good job of adhering to the technical limitations of the NES. Cool. You can see how each sprite is composed of a set of colors and they have to try through art design to make it look like it's more for the background and everything. It looks like it controls tight. I'm really excited for this game. Any idea when it's... I don't remember if they have a date for it yet. Okay. It might be this year, just to be like, hey, one more thing. No! No! <laughs> no! Um. <laughs> uh, one sec, I'm going to find out. It's right here. Okay. I don't think... To be announced. Okay. I'm going to email and be like, not this year. Don't do it. Yeah, I, I also played um, Echo Point Nova. 
Um, this is some of the developers of Severed Steel, which I thought was a really cool, like, first-person uh, Max Payne-like almost, where you could do slow-down time dodges, and it, everything was set in these small, like, environments that were very arcadey. Like, you just clear a room of guys, and it was very stylized. Like, everything was dark blues and stuff. Um, this seems to be there, like, oh, my last game was didn't do, like, did, wasn't a banger, so I'm going to try and make a bigger game in with rpg elements and it it's oh. it's rough it, it now looks like this really generic like castle environment but you play as a robot everything's really well lit it doesn't feel as good to move around oh what and yeah the a... movement felt so bad like i was getting what indie hell flashbacks like this you bought all this on the store and just got it working in unity like what the hell yeah yeah, it's that bad. You get a grappling hook eventually that also feels rough, and you get a hoverboard, which just feels wrong, and, like, they d decided things just don't work as well as they should. <laughs> like, you should, again, th this was not right for a demo. It looks really bad. If you draw it into the second picture, you can see how the world looks. Yeah, it's just, like, this really generic, like, also the environment's destructible, which is neat. But also that lends towards it looking like just a weird Minecraft map. You get a sledgehammer so you can break open walls and stuff like it's like it's Red Faction, but it doesn't make up for the game feeling so bad. Yeah, hitting walls with that sledgehammer is awful because it just it removes a cube of wall and retextures the interior. So it now looks like there's a cube missing, not like you hit a wall with a sledgehammer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and then later in the demo, they let you switch the sledgehammer out for a wind attack, which I was like, oh, that's neat. The wind attack can be used to, like, make a jump pad for me. But the wind attack also breaks the walls like a sledgehammer would. <laughs> so it just it has these two different uses that are very much against each other because you'll shoot the ground and the ground will be gone so you won't get a jump pad anymore. <laughs> like, how? How did you come to this? Um, so that was really disappointing. I've been seeing, following this dev and watching them post pictures of this game for a while. Uh, and it's, it's unfortunate to see how it is. Mm. Uh, the next game, Lunar Lux. Um, <laughs> oh, that's her mom? Yes, this is a turn-based RPG sort of game. Um, this, first, this is the first thing you see when you boot the game. It killed me because I thought that her, she had a gigantic butt. <laughs> <laughs> One second. That needs to chat needs to see this in a proper proper size because I could you know the picture's over here so I can see it. But right. There you go, chat. That's <laughs> that's why he would say that. Um, Kicked up people could be sad too, Bob. Yeah, she's at her mom's grade, just like, oh, I, I miss you, mom. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just why is everyone so mean to me? Yeah, why is everybody so mean to me? Uh, then I realized that's just how this artist does hands. Like those are hands, like facing towards the back of her character. Maybe she's got her wrists on her hips and she's pointing her fists backwards and outwards. You know, sometimes people do that. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Um. But after I got over that, this uh -huh. this game was kind of neat. Uh, a lot of crazy, weird things. Like, uh, 
if you scroll down, you see a picture where it's a diner. You're going to have to give me a second on that, but feel free to continue talking. Um, every single object can be clicked on and has a different text description. Oh, like, that's neat. I like that. Right? Like, it felt like one of those things, like, man, this person really liked when that happened in RPGs and is like, no, every single square. I will that, describe that, every food on this table. That legitimately is soul. Like, I remember when I bought that dog shit game for the DS Nostalgia. Oh. Uh, and, it, and it, it was it, it was the yeah that game sucks shit i should have known but it was like we're bringing back classic jrpgs and i'm like oh god please it's seventh gen sort of already please uh -huh. i need anything and it's like oh this is dog shit and 40 percent of the carts have a progression breaking bug in them the carts Ooh, i've only seen this game on steve dan's brother's bookshelf <laughs> yep <laughs> Yeah. Kind of reminds me of Bravely Default. <laughs> um, but yeah, this game is set on, on a moon colony, I guess, after Earth has been destroyed or has become unhattable because, you know, human excess. And now you, you fight interdimensional demons or monsters that can show up, but your character is conflicted and doesn't, it doesn't want like having to kill these creatures, even though they're murderous creatures killing humans at random. Yeah, but they're funny. They go, ooh. <laughs> yeah, they're hilarious. They're so zany. Um, the, the combat system is turn-based and has a lot of mechanics that are I, Mario RPG slash Mario and Luigi adjacent, where it'll be like, okay, do this special move, and then that will start a mini game. Uh, like, this mini game here is you have to time a little like arrow going across a multiplier gauge, kind of like a golf game. Mm -hmm. And if you land it right, you can get like instead of a one time multiplier, three times multiplier for your damage. And uh, sometimes you're, for defending, you have similar stuff where you can build up a shield and then put that shield up uh, to fully block an attack, but you only have so many pips of that. And sometimes bosses even pull out a, hey, you have to play a, um, oh my God, not Deltarune, the first one. Undertale. Undertale. <laughs> You have to pull an Undertale, like, dodging enemy shots by playing a shmup sort of thing. Uh, so they, they seem to have lots of neat ideas for combat, and the, the art is fairly nice. Yeah, they did the thing that um, I've said, like, four times in the past month on this show, where it's like, yeah, go, go find a Twitter artist with a really distinct style and hire them mm -hmm. for your game. And they did that. They're, it's, they're, uh, it's Twitter user Constellar. Uh, I recognized it as soon as I saw their art. Yeah, it looks nice. And it matches the, the pixel art pretty well, too. It doesn't have that weird divide you get in these sometimes where it's like, oh, wow, those don't match up at all. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess that's all I got to say about this. It's, it seems pretty neat. Uh, I'm not sure if you'll get more characters. It, feel, it felt like it was just the, the one, one character with lots of different abilities to use. So I wonder if that's going to expand out. One fight you had multiple characters in, but they were uh, like temporary guest characters who just auto attack. Um, next game I tried was Pizza Possum. We heard about this a few times during the summer of gaming and before. This is that game with the pizza and that possum. <laughs> yes, you go around a, this sort of isometric 3D world collecting pizza and other anything you can eat any food substance you you eat as this possum while trying to stealth around dog guards 
You eat things other than pizza? Yeah, you eat everything. called pizza possum? I know. That's just have possum. You, have you ever met a possum? Yeah, I'm just... That's not pizza possum anymore. That's just a possum. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you. it's all... Weirdly, this demo is one big area that has checkpoints. I have no idea how this is going to like extrapolate into a full game. Because even finishing the demo is just like, it's over, go away. It, there's no like end to the area. There's another locked door. So I'm like, is the whole game going to be just one gigantic area that keeps expanding? Or are you going to have separate levels I boot into? I genuinely don't know. Uh, it lets me have lots of questions. Um, but it's a, it's a fun little stealth game. I guess you can play it two-player as well. Like, I obviously didn't do that, but... Uh, that could be neat as two people have to hide from these dog guards. You get power-ups in the levels, like just items that you can use to help you get away from the dog guards. Like there's one that makes you run fast and then a bone and you just throw the bone at them. It felt like that one was the one you'd want. Like the, the running away fast doesn't, didn't make any sense. So if I had the bones, I could just literally, oh, if I'm spotted, throw the, the bone at the dog and he's like distracted for a minute. Why would I want to avoid violence when I can win at violence? <laughs> 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 yeah i don't i do not know what this game is largely <laughs> like I, it's, so it's weird six to play. hours of eating pizza <laughs> or trying and yeah i was like it, i i don't really it feels very that i go through a full demo like this and have no idea what the structure for your game is how it expands out is it another 30 minutes this whole demo is like six minutes or something it was ludicrous um so I don't know. <laughs> uh, next game. Uh, Dad by the Sword. Um, this is a, a dungeon crawler where he plays a dad. Um, that's the joke. I hope you like that joke. That's You'll my find... favorite joke. Mm. Bob, would it's you... always great in everything except in Dream Daddy, in which case if you laugh at that joke, you're homophobic, allegedly. I was going to ask, is this dad who is by the sword dreamlike is he dreamy no mm. no he they 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 go for the angle if he is just dad a dad he, uh in the intro video they have a, an older dude who's uh got like a oh my god i'm trying to remember the republican representative that was running before trump before trump yeah marco rubio Maybe I don't. Were the, was it in twenty? Was it in two thousand? Yeah, you, Are you before Mitt Romney. Pretty, pretty broad. Yeah, I think it was Mick Romney. Mitt and Mitt. also Jesus Christ. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they put they have him wearing a shirt like of that, um, and just smoking a cigarette and just being a regular dude. Uh, so it, it, then every power up is in like a tool tool case or a grill or some other dad related okay. thing. It's it thinks it's very like, funny. I feel like these kind of games don't fucking succeed anymore. Yeah, Bob. Like, didn't point. that didn't that going under roguelike just totally fucking bomb? It did. I have secondhand confirmation. It did. <laughs> uh, Bob, at any point, did it make you go? That's my dad. No, 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 not really. Okay, well, that's. A, hmm. It has um, a really weird sword swing mechanic that I think is supposed to be goofy more than fun. <laughs> That's a cardinal sin. Okay, Bob, how does it work? So you got your mouse. 
you drag it to whatever side you want to swing from hit the attack button to get him to start swing like pulling his sword that way and then uh release it to get him to swing it back down the opposite direction of that so like say you want to do so a, it's like a rubber band thing first you pull away from the direction you want to swing toward and then you let go and he swings that way is that yeah, right that's right okay if, I, at first, I was like, is this a chivalry thing? <laughs> no, that's, that's even more fucked up than that. Yeah, it, it just feels awful. <laughs> Do they make a, like a boing-oing-oing sound as your arm flies back? No, but luckily they do have the like gruesome deaths on the enemies. Like They'll, they'll just slice off an arm and the blood will go everywhere. Okay. Um, it, it has a blocking mechanic that works very similarly. I gotta say, I gotta say, like, at some level, I have a mental block, and I just... You called your name Dad by the Sword. I don't want to give you the time of day. That's fair. Uh, I I stopped playing this because I during the tutorial, I fell through the world and died, and then it spawned me... <laughs> it spawned me behind a locked door I couldn't open. <laughs> so I just turned it off. Steam Next Fest. <sighs> Uh, real quick, in between games, because I feel like you're yeah. about to transition. Yeah, sure. What's up? Uh, I saw Shuhei Yoshida being like, quote tweeting someone being like, our demo's on Steam Next Fest. And then he's like, their demo is, uh, or they're like, our demo's on Steam Next Fest for the next week. And Shuhei Yoshida retweeted the, quote tweeted them and said, their demo's on PlayStation forever. <laughs> and all I could think is, okay, that's a weird brag. And then secondly, like, Maybe legally, you probably shouldn't say that. <laughs> There's a chance someone comes back in 10 years and wins a lawsuit because of this tweet. Huh, yeah. Huh. Yeah. So the next game, huh? Yeah, the next game. El Paso Elsewhere. This is, this is Max Payne. Yeah, I'm seeing that. Really blatantly Max Payne. It has the same weird narration <laughs> as Max Payne. Uh, this was the game where they pre-baked the PS1 style texture dithering into the textures for the models. Yeah, it looks really weird. I think the whole game's supposed to look weird. You're like going through hell to try and get to the center of some weird sphere of reality. Dope. Um, to fight because you're after your ex-girlfriend who is a vampire who is trying to end the world. So you fight vampires, werewolves, and all sorts of other weird creatures. I gotta ask a question, Bob. What's up? Uh, at any point, does our main character go, damn, she really was a bloodsucker? <laughs> Not yet. It's more. He, he has a more serious <laughs> tone. Like, this is Max Payne. A, there's a whole game here. He could say it. <laughs> yeah, he probably will, but it is since this is the beginning of the game, it is okay. literally directly that inner monologue you expect from Max Payne, where everything <laughs> is weirdly... Um, hard-boiled. Yeah, I looked over and I was like, yeah, that's very Max Payne. It even, like, they obviously are just a fan of that studio because it does that same th logo thing that Control does. Of, like, you entered a new area and it's just gigantic text filling the entire screen. I mean, that's just smart. Kill a kill, invented it, <laughs> Control maybe perfected it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, just, that's just a smart thing to do if you ask me. But yeah, if you guys, if anyone out there has played Max Payne 1 or 2, it plays, like, same button scheme. Everything. You have the dodge forward slow-mo activation button on your right click. Mm -hmm. uh, you have dual wielding pistols. 
you have the roll on like your shift button or control button. I can't remember which. And it's it's the same thing. The only thing different is now you have stakes you can get that you can make by like breaking the furniture and just automatically um if you can if you can melee them with the stake, they are dead. Uh which feels really weird to do in a Fax Pain game. <laughs> it's like that dude, if enemies touch me, I'm taking damage. What's happening? Why why why? Um yeah, it's it's really cool. I definitely was just trying out this demo. I had a lot of fun. It is extremely overly serious, which works for its advantage in this case, I feel. Mm, definitely. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's neat stuff. The the demo gave me like three levels to try. Uh, and it said it was like a level three, five, and 18. <laughs> that last level was really hard. I didn't finish that last level. <laughs> Uh, so I guess that's it for that one. Moving on. I got to try Quest Master. This is one of those Zelda dungeon builders. Um, which I think there are three currently announced. Yeah, Super Dungeon Maker's already out. This was announced at the Summer of Gaming. And um, yeah, people keep saying there's a third. I'm unaware. Yeah, this is the one published by Apogee. Uh, man... This wasn't ready for a demo. Oh, yeah? What's at wrong? all. What's wrong? Uh, there's a t bad tutorial that doesn't explain anything properly. It lets you open up the builder menu at any time, but has hundreds of options you just can't click, but they look ha! exactly the same as the options you can and need to. Oh. Yeah. So it's n like literally just gigantic menus filled with things that don't work. I put the screenshot in. It says, hey, press this blank button a button prompt that doesn't like there's i don't know why i'm supposed to press because it didn't load in are you supposed to push shift the shift is over here in the corner no that text. progresses the text what about enter i see enter all the way to the bottom right maybe that's it i don't know what enter does i think all right um yeah uh during the tutorial i died and then the whole game froze so i stopped playing it Yeah, don't put your demo out if it's like this. Just don't. That's not doing good for anybody. If all you have working is level editor, just let me mess with that. Don't make a tutorial that's broken. <sighs> um, next thing I tried out, another space opera. I think it was called like chapter one or something. Uh, this has some... It's kind of nice looking pixel art for your main characters, like for the actual playable stuff. But then the portrait pixel art just looks really weird and doesn't go clashes with that pretty bad. Um, yeah, it's a side scrolling like uh, you, you point and click with the mouse to shoot, but then you move your character with the, uh, the Wazda buttons. So it felt OK to play, but then the level structure reminded me of X-Men on the Genesis. And I just had no so flawless. <laughs> Did you have to punch the demo in order to successfully boot the final level? Uh, no, the game crashed before I could get, get out of the first stage. <laughs> God damn it. What? Point one for X-Men, zero for another space opera. <laughs> PC gaming continues to be flawless. <sighs> All right. Then I tried Rise of the Triad Ludicrous Edition. Your toast. 
<laughs> I've never played Rise of the Triad before. Yeah, I look over. He's been playing demos forever. I look over. He's just playing Rise of the Triad. And I'm like, what the fuck caused this event to happen? <laughs> because I didn't I didn't realize they had a demo. They'll for the bury you in a lunchbox. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this is a classic boomer shooter for people who don't know what Rise of the Triad is. Uh-huh. I You have five characters to select from. Um, you sure do. It feels like most of them are a mistake because <laughs> they have two stats that are important. They have or three, I guess, uh, health, speed, and uh, accuracy. Even the slowest character moves at a million miles an hour. Yeah, you can easily fly yourself off of the level and instantly die. <laughs> uh huh. Um, so when I first booted up and tried the fastest character, that's what I did. <laughs> <laughs> I did beat a level in this song played and I had a stroke because I was like, why do I know this? <laughs> uh, so this is Sippy's end <laughs> to his videos. Yeah, I was like, that's really great. But now Bob has played the game that's from. Um, limited to Chris Gibbs, because of course. Of it, course. Uh, did you enter dog mode? I did yeah, not did enter dog, dog mode. I did not get that. Nah. I could. I am not good at boomer shooters. This is not an easy boomer shooter <laughs> no, either. This, no, it's this, not. Yeah, this is not. This like I even I bounce stuff and I'm like, oh, this is fucking hard. <laughs> yeah, it, it it seems cruel. I beat the first level barely. <laughs> this game gave me like five different levels to boot up. <laughs> I always chose normal mode because I didn't want to try anything harder than that even. It is rough. Uh-huh. It's really funny to see them do um look up and down. Uh no, I was gonna talk about the no, looking okay. up and down is really funny though. Yeah, because yeah. it's, it's a Doom game, it's not designed to look up or down. So when you do, <laughs> it's so good. The, everything stretches and it it looks so weird. It's this so shit is why gamers don't look up. Yeah, that's true, because <laughs> they'll get motion sick. <laughs> I mean, maybe I was lucky too in Dark Forces to have a setup so page up and page down had me look up and down. Mm. It let me D disconnect that from what something I should ever do. <laughs> right, and also, you know, that was early enough in 3D graphics where you didn't have an established idea of how that should look, right? Uh, yeah, so everything bends around your perspective if you do that. Uh, man. Uh, but yeah, this is running on, I believe, the Wolfenstein engine, so really, quite the accomplishment to get that working. Yeah. In a lot of ways, really impressive. Uh, they also got working moving pillars. So yes. there'll be mo pillars moving the level. And some of them are lava. Yeah. Others of the regular pillars, though, that don't hurt me, the player. But if an enemy is standing on near them as they move past, they instantly give. <laughs> yeah. They just... Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you how fun that is in multiplayer. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I should have backed up into that. I'm dead now. I... I've heard of Rise of the Triad for years. Yeah, I won't shut the even. fuck up about it. I always assumed this was something about a gang war or something <laughs> to that effect, like a triad fighting. Well, one might say the Nazi Germany is a bit like a gang war. But this used to be about the Illuminati. Yeah. Yeah. On a, on a secret island with the, the whole thing. There's a whole thing. Yeah. Sometimes enemies surrender, which is really weird. Yeah. 
Um, it's, it's this back when games had soul. <laughs> our, our enemies should be able to surrender. Why? So you could still blow them up. Right. Like, that's what I always did because I felt like they were going to shoot me in the back. Right. And sometimes they play dead and then get up and shoot you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Nice. Um, I got a rocket launcher. Like, uh -huh. it's me was a regular one. That was cool. But then it gave me a one that shot like five rockets at once. It's all just like go towards all the targets in the area. I'm like, oh, this is great. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah, it is, it is way too hard for me. I can't. <laughs> well, yeah, I'd have to play this with infinite health and just be like, yeah, God mode, turn it on. Sorry, Bob. We don't have that. We have dog mode. <laughs> You'll, you'll, oh god is that what it's that's why it's called dog mode you become as yeah. tall as a dog and you see your snoot and you kill things it's fucking hilarious it's so fucking good thank you tom hall you're so smart anyway when when computer super secret mind john carmack made the wolfenstein engine tom hall said i can improve it now this uh Rise of the Triad is really good. It is really cool. It's really good. I don't think I'll ever play the full game, but man, that was neat. You you should get it so we can do multiplayer, and I could be like, "Come on, Steve, let's do a Rise of the Triad land party." He's like, "No, <laughs> no." It is great seeing a, a game of this era in 1440p. Yeah, that's fucking nuts. It just looks clean in a way it should not. <laughs> uh. So Bob, I'm I'm gonna spoil what you missed out on, okay? okay by uh, not getting to play dog mode. Now, audience, you may want to brace yourself, okay? Because this is a lot to take in all at once, okay? Understand? This is like you never thought this was possible ever in a video game before now, but this is how dog mode <laughs> looks. Oh my are, god! Are you in fact on the hunt for begging strips? <laughs> Right. <laughs> Make these guys start begging for their lives. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, Rise of the Triad's a great video game. Yeah, no, that's immaculate. <laughs> but yeah, I grew up playing a ton of Doom mm -hmm. and Doom Two. Yeah. I was not ready for how much harder this is. Uh, yeah, no, this is fucking insane. <laughs> yeah, this is unhinged. Uh, I played a lot of Wolfenstein and uh, a bit of Doom in this. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say any shoot is easy for me as a kid. Frankly, fair. <laughs> I know I wasn't good at Doom, but I definitely was better than I was at this. Doom, a lot of enemies will die. In this, they're like, "What? You don't have a rocket launcher? No, I'm going to take like thirty hits." You didn't find the secret wall that opens up to get you the rocket launcher to make this possible? <laughs> are you stupid? There wasn't the random drop of the AK this time? Why are you even shooting me? I wonder when this is coming out. Yeah, I feel like it's got to be soon. This feels done. <laughs> this game from, <laughs> from three decades ago feels pretty polished. Right? <laughs> Uh, this is, again, uh, Night Dive Studio, so, of course, yeah. really great port. Okay, it's the end of July, July 31st. Great. The, the, the tail end of us having any remote free time. Yeah. I hope I hope they survive and that Atari doesn't just pull out their spine because they're not a real company <sighs> anymore. They're a, weird, they're a weird con artist company. Yeah. So, Bob. Yeah. Did you... 
you oh i see yeah there's, the, there's the, more the, the last thing i played the master's pupil um this was recommended to me by frequent viewer roshittenberg made by someone he knows but they added it on steam next festival i tried it out it's pretty neat it all looks like an oil painting mm-hmm. um which is cool you play as this little white dude and uh you can color yourself with other colors to unlock gates and the whole thing is just a puzzle platform around doing that and using these colored balls like there's a there should be a red ball there yeah yeah and you can move that up to a gate and it'll open it or if you turn yourself right that will also open the red gate um but it had lots of neat ideas for how you could mix the colors like there'll be jets like ink streams going out and you can combine those to make like uh yellow and blue to make a, a purple one Oh no! Sorry, a green one. Like, God, I can't. Um, yeah, a green one or a purple one with the uh, the red and the blue. Um, and it seems like they had lots of neat ideas for that. And sometimes, if you scroll down, you see uh, you'll start walking through just literally a, a giant oil painting, mm. uh, which is pretty cool looking. Uh, but yeah, um, seemed neat. Worth trying. Did remind me of like a seventh gen puzzle platform. I would yeah, play for sure. Yeah, looking over, I was like, that straight up looks like a game that disappeared from seventh gen downloadable space to become a new game on Steam. Uh, mm. The cool thing though is it runs right. Yes. Which none of those did. No. Yeah, it runs fine. It seemed like the mechanics worked just well enough to work for these puzzles he made. Which is always what you want. You don't want to be under that. You you don't want me to be like, oh no, this requires high precision accuracy. It doesn't. It's all about knowing what to do. Um, so I think it turned out pretty well. Um, that was neat. Uh, the name of that game again? The Master's Pupil. There we go. Uh, Bob, there's one thing Chat's been saying for a while. Yeah. When's Pro Goodbye Volcano High, Civvy? <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't have time. We streamed Pikmin yesterday. Yeah, if only we didn't stream Hey Pikmin. We would have definitely streamed Goodbye Volcano High's demo, which has all of the dialogue for the entire game in the file. <laughs> oh, did somebody find that? Yeah, somebody scraped it. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Man, they're really not very good at this, are they? <laughs> PC demos are hard. <laughs> I'm excited that I guess try to type this volcano high sometime between now and next week, maybe. I don't know. I don't want to promise it. Fall Fantasy came out today. Yeah, that's true. Fall Fantasy came out today. Priorities, uh, Bob. <laughs> oh my you're, god. You're right. What was I thinking? Well, I guess that's it for Steam Next Fest and for what everyone's been playing. Which means Poplords. Ah! Oh fuck! Pod Lords. Oh fuck! Pod Lords. Yes, that's right. It's the Pod. Well, it's not Steam Next Fest, so we can drop that part of this. <laughs> Maybe center this a little bit better. I don't know. Pod Lords! Festo Lordes. Pod Fest. <laughs> Nexo Festo! <laughs> then he punches a giant Valve logo into the wall. But yes, that's right. The Podlords. Podlords such as E. Lee. Check, check this out. 
Broyles. Oh. Damn. BN12. Mega Man as a series does not exist. Each game is a standalone. There is no, there are no Mega Man fans because each game has its very little on. Red Blaze 27. Suzushiro. Rado. 101 shades of congrats, Bob. You're free from the backer DLC. Oh, thank you. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> WTF Spider-Man. I shot people on Twitter with this, so here, have Commander Shepard's face model. Oh. Yep. I knew, but I never had to confront it before. Right? I saw that on Twitter. Yeah. It's weird though. It is weird. And be honest, at first glance I'm like, is that a swastika tattoo on his neck? <laughs> <laughs> I mean eventually, but he, he, he couldn't afford getting it spelled out yet. <laughs> I don't like it. It's Smug Aura mocks me. <laughs> DFW 3K. Very excited for One Piece, the Netflix. Yeah, why wouldn't you be? Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> uh... Evil... <laughs> Evil Lucario, wake up. Our Pokemon go to the movies just dropped to non-patron. <laughs> Kristen. Kyle Bjork. Yeah. Yeah. Sad. Yeah. Yeah. P3 is a Sonic CD game. You know, I read this, and I think we even got this last week, and I didn't understand it until I realized, oh, they're saying it. Persona 3 is Sonic CD syndrome. Oh, okay. I I was caught yeah. up on Piano 3 for some reason. You're like, but, they're just shortening the name. <laughs> but, but P3 has always been widely available. I've known multiple people who owned a copy, including myself. I can't say that that's Sonic CD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but none of them will play it. Just like Sonic <laughs> CD. Yeah, as Persona got more popular, uh, every previous game was the hipster one that no one played. Which is why I'm the best hipster. I played the PS1 games. <laughs> I like this series more with it. No, anyways, let's move on. Monster Hunter Ryzen and Raiden. I recommend Rage Drive G Fuel. It's cantaloupe. That is a Tekken <laughs> flavor. Huh. huh. I mean, I guess it kind of makes sense. You gotta use your melon? No, I just like every, I, every move in Tekken feels like the kind of thing you would do to a cantaloupe to make Foley sound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. Cooper Tank. Buggy D Clown. God, more. That's it. That's the shot. That's the one that makes me so afraid because that is the exact same shot as Ed from the end of Netflix Bebop. Yes, oh, it is. God, it is. <laughs> oh, no. Look I actually... on the bright side. This has four fewer episodes. It is trying to adapt uh, twice as much content. Oh, man. <laughs> that means they'll do it really well and fast. <laughs> God. I didn't, I didn't watch the trailer. I think I watched eight seconds of the trailer and just went, why am I even watching a trailer? I'm gonna watch it. 
Moon Muse Entertainment Studio, Indigo Sykes. Drive Typecast recommends This Is How You Lose the Time War. Seriously. Forget spinach, kids. Eat your fries and chicken bucket. <laughs> yeah. She's so strong. She's so strong. <laughs> I've been betrayed and left in the hyperbolic dive chamber by Shiny Views. <laughs> bitch. <laughs> this is what you get for being evil, Lucario. <laughs> I'm too busy thinking about Final Fantasy 16 this week, so here's a raccoon with white fur. Ooh. I love the eye roll Ooh. it's doing. <laughs> it's very <Scrumptious>. snide. <laughs> Apple Gothic went on a mental health break to Germany to study birds. Currently holding the world's most bored-looking owl. Damn, I didn't yeah, know they had the world's, world's most bored-looking owl in Germany. That's crazy. <laughs> How Shinji 16, a dedicated music game enthusiast for over two decades, felt hearing Dan suddenly discuss DDR last week. <laughs> Not too many ways you can introduce yourself and immediately get arrested, but saying you're a Bamani ambassador might be one of them. <laughs> They're just like, you're what? You play what? No, we, we don't need you and your fancy $300 controllers around these parts. <laughs> the Super Mim. My life is nothing, is now nothing but a countdown to Super Mario RPG. It is all I yearn for now. <laughs> Sarlene. Timothy Fister is still recovering from Super Mario RPG's Star Ocean 2 remakes announced within 20 minutes of each other. <laughs> yup. Shinji, I knew you were going to type that in chat. That's the worst part. I knew you were going to type it's $2,000, not $300. Oh, no. Bearded Joe. Pleochrome. Krungle Spum. I've only had Ochi for one day and six hours, but if anything happens to him, I will never recover. <laughs> Remember, no echolocation. <sighs> Melancholic Cloud. Surely, Atlas would have to remake my game after Persona 3. <laughs> Tatsuya Suho. Persona 2 hit a 66. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's oh, totally no. going to happen. No. It, it, it's okay. There's going to be a big team-up game, and all, all the guys from Persona 2 and all those versions will show up, too, and everyone will love them. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. We're never fucking seeing Persona 1 or 2 ever again. Shut up, you Like an HD collection of the two of them at no. some point. <laughs> Mario is very small, but very powerful. <laughs> I told the story on the Pikmin stream, but I'm telling it again. Tosh sees Mario bust out of the shack and goes, why does he live in a shack? <laughs> I'm like, uh, you know, I never once questioned that. <laughs> I played this game in like 1995. <laughs> That's just how he lives. Yeah, I don't know. That just seemed normal for back then. <laughs> right, Donkey Kong lived in a shack. 
Why can't Mario? He needs a micro home. He can't afford a big house. And slightly above average. Thank you very much to our pod lords. Thank you, pod lords. Thank you, pod lords. Thank you, pod lords. Thank you, pod lords. If you'd like to become a pod lord, you can go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash gbpodcast. For as little as $5 a month, you get many benefits, such as <clears throat> early access to Chugging Bleach and Pokemon Go to the Movies, our two monthly anime review podcasts. You also get extended and cut content from other shows we do, when indeed such things exist for you to be given. You also get a, uh, a patron-exclusive show, one a month, where we where uh, we watch a good or bad thing and then have to talk about it for you. Um, and if it's a bad thing, you get a commentary track and there's sometimes we just watch bad things and give you commentary tracks anyway. That's true. So there's a lot of those, like one for the wizard, our most recent one. Uh, you also get an entire movie. You get isolation one, one nine, a fantastic film, uh, full of stock footage about a man drinking beers in a chair allegedly he's investigating something but he doesn't really fucking do that he just gets into fights with the locals and drinks people are asking oh, when's the isolation 119 game and i'm like i've never played like a mystery game where you always have the option to just keep drinking beers and not solve <laughs> shit <laughs> oh wow i'm sure there is some fucking adventure game on the famicom where you can get a game over by just drinking a bunch of times in a row hell yeah uh, but that's patreon.com slash gb podcasts and if you don't have any money it always helps us immensely to rate us on thursdays tell your friends rate us on your podcast app of choice or just like this video on youtube right now please do Uh, here we got news. Is that right? Yeah, stuff happened. Um, let's see. We had, I believe, it was a press release from Microsoft. Let me just play that directly into the audio here. Xbox will <laughs> never win. Bob, do you have the full story behind why Xbox will never win? Or no, I didn't write it down. Okay, there's an FTC thing, and apparently they just went. We lost. I'm yeah, like, they literally they, they literally said We're, our dick is small. We can never win no matter what. It's literally impossible for us to compete with Sony and Nintendo. At least they fucking name Nintendo for once. Normally they pretend they don't exist. Right. Yeah, they, they don't exist. No uh, so so, so let us buy Activision so we can so we can uh compete. Like that's that that's their whole thing. It's just it's just pleading. Yeah. <laughs> Let's cover real news. <laughs> oh, that's a lot of Nintendo Direct. Let's cover other real news. Hey, Agro. Hey, Dan. I see two words, actually four, when I look at your news uh, with a cursory glance, and those words are Roblox, romantic, and, and, and also sexual. Would you like to read your news? Uh, Roblox recently announced that they're going to be adding support for 17 plus content. So, you know, you can make shit in Roblox and now, now you can make 17 plus content in Roblox. Why would you do this? Right? Uh, they actually did say why they were doing this. They said, hey, lots of people who grew up with Roblox are now adults. Yeah, they literally went, our demographic is aging up, so we're going to age up with them. Uh, 
the immediate Twitter reaction was, oh, fuck, the sex update is real. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but then I, I went into their new terms and conditions, and uh, no, they, they still really, really don't want any pornography on yeah, Roblox. Yeah, um, we're, we're American, so 17 plus just means violence. Yeah. yeah. It, they literally just did reword their uh, violence standards. That was it. You, you, you can what? show someone get decapitated, but you can't show them kiss. That, that's how American culture works. We're, we're such a normal country. We're such a normal We're so culture. normal. Everything about us is normal, and everything about everyone else is weird. Oof. So yeah, Roblox continues to be lame. It's very sad. Is that the conclusion from your story? Yeah, no, pretty much. They they for just one shining moment, Roblox was cool, and then they updated their terms and conditions. Like, oh wait, I guess not. Yeah, they 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 really needed this to bring to to pull like pull back after losing that sound. <laughs> Look, unless Roblox adds gratuitous sexual content, Fortnite's just gonna keep eating their lunch. But then Fortnite will just one up by adding gratuitous sexual content. Yes, Dan. Everything according to plan. <laughs> you know how many different intellectual properties are in Fortnite? How many different characters I could make do stuff in <laughs> Fortnite? They could hit the gritty. Hit the gritty. Yeah, right. So you remember that FTC filing? Uh, we were talking about where Microsoft sort of like rolled over and then pulled out their their tiny penis and would look at it. It's so small. Please let us please let us buy Activision. Yes. Well, in that they sort of offhandedly said that Sony is also anticipated to release a handheld version of PlayStation Five later this year for under three hundred dollars. So this is either something they learned in Discovery, something they're guessing. Or something else they're lying to the government about. That just makes me think a two ninety nine ninety nine. I'm like it's dead. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's it's got to be the Project Q thing just at two ninety nine, and they're <laughs> like, that's a portable account. <laughs> sure. Uh. Mm -hmm. We're going to go with Bob. Sure. Hey, Bob. How's it going? All right. Um, Flintlock, Siege of Dawn. Oh, yeah, this year. It's the exact year now. Oh, that's safe. Right. Reminder I would that boo, that was but it's remember. this year. So Yeah. Right. Reminder, that's one of the games that was at Microsoft's thing last year as definitely coming out in the first half, in the first uh -huh. half of this year. Yep. Um, for people who might not remember, it's that weird like thing that looked like it wanted to be God of War. But you play as this lady, you use a flintlock rifle. Yeah, and it seemed and like... like a hatchet. Yeah. It seemed like the environments were both coastal and sandy, um, if I remember correctly. Left the desert as well. Yeah, I remember the desert. There might have been coast. I don't I remember. I thought there was water. Anyway. Yeah, it looked like pretty Afghani-themed. Okay. Yeah, it looked pretty neat. I'm glad it's hiding. It's hiding <laughs> itself to repair itself. <laughs> yes. Um, rumors are going around that there's SMT5... Complete, complete edition. edition going to be announced like on july, july 7th, 7th or sorry 6th oh is it 6th okay um 
it's like a reputable leaker who's done stuff like this for various consoles before, namely PlayStation consoles. So the hope is Shin Megami Tensei Five for PlayStation Five, right? Because uh, that is an amazing game. Yeah, and seeing that actually get to be on hardware that can run it, run it at like sixty or at very least at four K. Mm-hmm. You love to see it. Oh, yeah, that game's great. Also, it's been two years. There might be new content. That's true. That's true. This that could be like true. the Nocturne release. They, yeah, they did. They did do that for Nocturne. Man, that was a really good game. Mm-hmm. I'd I'd love to play through SMT five again. And if it was if it was running on the PS five, that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. Um, but it could just be the same game with all the DLC released on the Switch. That could happen. That's true. Yeah. Um, Fate slash Samurai Remnant got a d- release date. It's going to be out this September 29th. Um, this is the Omega Force made Fate game. Um, is it another? Is it another Warriors thing, or is it different? It looks different from a typical Warriors thing. It definitely seems like more small scale, like of only fighting a few guys at once, not fighting armies. Um, it seemed neat. It has Jean d'Arc alter for some reason, even though it seemed like all the other servants seem to be new. Hmm. But I guess she's popular enough they can just do yeah, that. Yeah, she's ins- she's insanely fucking popular. Yeah. Also, I think uh, Miyamoto Musashi is, is in there, and Miyamoto Musashi's been in Fate Grand Order a million times. I I feel like it's a new design for Miyamoto Musashi, though. Yes, she is a different class. Yeah, and like, she looks pretty different in general. And I guess in this world, she's... It's she's different from the world Miyamoto Musashi that she is in. She's like another version of him. Uh, so who knows how that works? So this is apparently set with Miyamoto Musashi shortly after he died. The fucking Nasu verse is <laughs> yeah so it, unbelievably complicated. It makes it makes Blaze Blue look sober. <laughs> yeah, Blaze Blue didn't have twenty years or something. <laughs> yeah, and eighteen different franchises and. Yeah. A shame. Yeah. Um, but this game looks pretty cool. I don't know if I'll be able to play it because this it's in September. It's this year. Come on. Mm-hmm. It, I also don't know if it's getting a dub. I kind of doubt it. it. There's no dub yeah, on the trailer. Seems, that seems extremely unlikely. Real quick, did is anything happening in September? I forgot. Uh, I is know this a joke. A no, it's is uh, Spider-Man that month or is that October? No, that's October. October. Right, uh, so I'm struggling other than Starfield. Starfield. There was something right next uh, to Starfield. I don't remember what. Bot and Kytos, which is going to get devoured. The crew, which is going to get devoured. Um, There was more stuff, I think. Yeah, maybe maybe September is a little safe for us. Yeah, I feel like that's we're we're only halfway in and that's because I'm playing Starfield. Let me see. Let me see. I feel kind of safe. Uh, Super Bomberman R2, Mortal Kombat 1, <laughs> Lies of P, Payday 3, that Cyberpunk expansion. Man, we still and don't have a date on Tekken. All the big things. Oh, yeah, that's true. Maybe Tekken's not happening this year. I don't think Tekken's happening. It's either, either they're going to show it at Evo or no Tekken this year. Or yeah. a Sony thing. Yeah, I was gonna say Evo's getting close. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. They got that beta coming up soon too. Mm-hmm. So it might be. It might yeah, be like November knows? or something. 
Yeah, this is getting crazy, though. Yeah. I uh, won't be upset of, if we don't get Tekken this year. I feel yeah, like no, I, I'll yeah, be fine. Jesus be Christ. Fine. We're getting uh, the fixed of, version of Grand Blue Fantasy Versus. We really don't need, uh, you know, <laughs> on top of that, it's Street Fighter 6, Tekken 8, mm-hmm. and Mortal Kombat 1. Speaking August of does have armor core. To die. Uh, mm-hmm. Speaking of racing games that got speaking mm-hmm. of racing games that got sent out to die, that new Need for Speed is on Game Pass now. I saw that and I was like, "Oh man, I should try that." Oh wait, no, I should cancel Game Pass because I keep paying them and not playing anything. Yeah, but I should also try that and then cancel Game Pass. There you go. Then get a bag of chips and then play Starfield. Uh, another thing that came out during the FTC hearing. Uh, Machine Games Indiana Jones game confirmed it's an Xbox exclusive now and was previously going to release on everything, including PS5. The fact this has to come out and we yeah, have like, to confirm it is so insane because it's like, yeah, you couldn't just. I, I don't know why know. Twitter people are so insane that they're entertaining that any of these games would have not been I'm, on everything. Like, I know I'm it's ex- for the courtrooms to just have a thing to point at specifically, but Jesus. I'm extremely surprised that the licensors were like, sure, it can be exclusive. Yeah, you have to wonder if Microsoft must have paid out the ass. Like they have, they there, there's no way that was like, okay, sure, you can go from all launching on everything to only launching on one platform. Sure. Yeah, you can go from launching on sixty percent of the platforms <laughs> on the market to sixteen because they uh, actually they did st- hand out numbers. Yeah. That yeah, was the main were... thing for the FTC thing. They handed out the numbers of their market share in the middle of saying, we lost the console war. And I'm like, motherfucker, you spent five years saying it was a competition. You yeah. don't get to open anything by saying that. I know. It's, it's always frustrating. They're weird, flip-floppy sort of. Well, they <laughs> say the exact opposite of what they know is real. Right. It's it's so upsetting. It's so dumb. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Is part of this, Matt Booty also said, we're not confirming if some other things they're working on that's obviously going to be exclusive um, from Bethesda as well. I can't remember. It's another game that's come on the way. Outer Worlds 2. They're like, we don't know yet. We haven't made that decision. That's, that's like, not a, Outer, Outer Worlds is not, that's Obsidian. Yeah, another thing owned by this, or like part of. That's I guess not, they're not in Bethesda. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Yeah, yeah another thing they, that, that Microsoft, Microsoft scooped up all at once. Yes, when they get the giant scoop, uh-huh. like if they got the two scoops of raisins, I don't know where they're all from anymore. Right. Uh, also, there was... A, well, the important thing is to note that they were not Bethesda, and now they're a part of Bethesda, kind of. Yeah. By being a part of the same parent company. Um, the other thing that came out is there was an email that's like, hey, we could squeeze Sony out of the market by acquiring a bunch of studios. And that was in 2019. And a bunch of people were like, well, yeah, that's not at the same time as the Activision thing. It's like, no, it's right before the yeah, Bethesda thing. They, Use they your said they brain. would no. do a thing and then started doing the thing and you're pretending they aren't related. You're unbelievably stupid. Yeah, this, yeah. Is, this <laughs> is beyond devil's advocate. We're just arguing that nothing has correlation anymore no their plan changed now humans aren't capable of of definite knowledge about the state of the universe so you can't make this claim about microsoft okay hey bob what's your next bit of this um the the according to the los angeles city tourist board of commissioners e3 is canceled for 2024 and 2025 e3 will never win (laughs) Uh, the ESA says that the fate of E3 2024 is to be determined, <laughs> which sounds no. pretty negative. <laughs> no, it's dead. Like it's dead. It's over. Yeah. Uh, and like, and I, it mm-hmm. like 
except for Sony showing up early and Nintendo showing up late, not much changed this year. I feel like Normal. we will get an E3 next year. It will be some cryptid shit that is so dissimilar to anything we would expect. So they don't need It'll... the LA Convention Center in order <laughs> Welcome to... Welcome to prop... Sprite Presents E3 Online. <laughs> <laughs> the OTK Games Expo Presents E3. Right. Yeah, that's that's what they started to turn E3 into before they just collapsed. So, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah, which we didn't talk about, I don't think. Yeah, not, We didn't not, talk about on Big Think the fact that E3, the way they were describing their plans for this year, uh, the people who were running it anyways was in your opinion lining up with the otk thing we were just like well we're gonna get influencers to present it and- I, I think that that was actually the plan when the pandemic started but th- then they had to cancel that e3 right because this one was just it's going to be like pax it's going to be pax it's going to be pax and Which that's isn't even what they new said for them that's not even the new game plan they tried that a long time ago and it went terribly because they let in the public and it's like okay now journalists can't try right. these games mm-hmm. all right <laughs> uh we're heading to chris for news that i didn't expect and the gravity of it really just resounds in my skull he hit me with uh, this okay, at random so, in the uh, discord <laughs> so so dan has gone on record multiple times saying he might try more he's gonna stick his hand in the blender that is immortals of avium yeah pay 70 dollars uh uh-huh. he won't be doing that now presumably i'm i'm that's conjecture on my part he, he can clue in here in a second because it's been delayed a month until on to, on top of armored core that shit ain't happening, bro. <laughs> <laughs> They're fucked. Putting down my $70 was the sacrifice. There's no way I'm putting down Armored Core to play your ass. I saw, like, later they're like, yeah, we had to delay the months because we want the PC version to be better. It's like, maybe you should just delay the PC one. For some reason, no, they'll bullshit, never do that. Bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> We're six weeks out and they delayed a month. They failed compliance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That game's going to be a garbage fire, just like everything fucking EA releases now. Excited to try my copy of Jedi Survivor and see if that's any better. <laughs> uh, let me pull up this one so I can read exactly what was said. Let me say other things while I do that. Uh, so Nintendo, <laughs> when they saw Mario plus Rabbids 2, they were like, guys, you should just wait until our next console to ship that. Nobody's going to care. Mm-hmm. Nobody's gonna care if you ship this this year. Your like your thing entirely hinged on people wanting things to play on their new Switch, and now we've shipped like thirty games, mm. so it's over. And, and they were like, "Yeah, I guess they were right." <laughs> I mean, the amazing thing is Nintendo, and we've observed this from their own franchises, and it's pretty wise. They do literally see a numbered installments as fungible. So the last thing they want to do is wholly supplant a pre-existing entry in a genre of franchise or whatever on their own system. So of course they would say the same thing to Ubisoft making a game with their IPs of like, dude, wait till the next system. That way it at least yeah. looks different and that hits the button in the brain that makes someone go, oh, I should get that. Right? Yeah, it's legitimately kind of weird that they that we even got two Zeldas. Yeah, where the first one was supposed to be on the Wii U. I'm pretty sure that's why that happened. Yeah, it got pushed back and... And they clearly uh, just had a lot more ideas with that exact mold for a Zelda. Mm-hmm. So, uh... According to Jeremy Wang, better known to the internet as the streamer and esports owner Disguised Toast, 
nobody's making any fucking money in esports right now. Everybody's just shoveling money into the furnace. There is no actual money to be made. What? Coming up next. No shit. No. Uh, this was a after he said this, which was which is about a week ago. It was like right after Big Think last year. Um, I mean last w w week. Mm -hmm. A bunch of other people plus one. Like yeah, there's no profits here. Turns out people didn't actually give a shit about this. It's just one of those scams like crypto. It's one of those scams like streaming platforms for video where they're like, it's really not profitable now, but there's going to be a point where. Yeah, eventually this will, profit. Be, this will be the biggest thing <laughs> in the world. It just will. As long as we get to borrow money at no interest forever. Uh-huh. And nothing changes so that that money is no longer free forever, such as the Federal Reserve raising interest rates, as long as that never happens ever throughout human history ever again, we'll be fine. <laughs> we'll be fine forever. And then and then the Federal Reserve raised interest rates by like six points. And then and we every... were not fine forever. <laughs> yeah, and then all these companies collapsed mortally wounded. I, man. I just think about how many games over the last decade have been like, we made it for esports. And how they just crashed immediately, because that obviously yep. wasn't the real market. <laughs> uh, EA's restructuring into two, two branches. EA Entertainment, which is everything they make that isn't sports. And EA Sports, which is, duh. Which is <laughs> eSports. <gasps> oh, no. Uh, I can't imagine EA was structured particularly well beforehand. So this will probably be even marginally better. But at the same time, the cynic me in me is like, yeah, they're just putting all the non-sports stuff in one section so they can just shut that down in a year. Oh, that's brutal. Hey, EA has not exactly had like a big single player or just non-sports winner in a while. Like the last thing was Apex. And Star Wars, I guess. They, they'll fire everybody but the people working. They'll fire everybody but fucking Respawn. Yeah, it seems like Respawn's the only thing keeping the whole EA alive right now. And they, they seem to be routing everything to them. Like the entire Battlefield franchise is handled by them now. But they haven't been able to do anything with it yet. And I'm I really think, worried that's just going to go horribly the, wrong. I think they said the head of Respawn is like now one of the heads of this whole branch. That makes sense. Because they're the only people who have been succeeding over there. Right. Yeah, maybe they'll fucking fix Bioware. God, that would be nice. Right? Uh, Game Pass Ultimate is getting a $2 a month price increase. It doesn't matter how often you pay, even if you pay it yearly, so it's at the cheapest price, it's still a $2 a month price increase. Uh, the Series X is being raised in price in all non-US regions to the same price as the PS5, because Sony made it okay. Even though Sony <laughs> did it like a year ago in the height of inflation, and now inflation is slowing down and going down <laughs> yeah, microsoft is like oh shit our excuse is about to go away raise the price uh, right as sony could lower the price in the next three months yes as bright as sony uh, allegedly is getting ready to launch a revision that could be even 50 dollars cheaper I, yeah i don't like yeah, I could have sworn when sony raised the price microsoft's like no we definitely won't do yeah, that yeah they did a whole no they fucking... said they did not uh -huh. They actually said the opposite. They said, we might do that. Okay. No, they did two interviews. The first one, they said that we will not do that. And then two weeks later or more, Phil Spencer's like, yeah, we, we might. I don't know. I swear to God.
It's great to raise the price on something there's already no demand for. Um, <laughs> Xbox dead in Miami. <laughs> and here's the weirdest fucking story, in my opinion. So they announced the new the new dub voice of Kazuma Kiryu, the protagonist of Yakuza slash Like a Dragon. Uh, it's fucking Yong Yi, the uh, the YouTuber, mm-hmm. who, who was an actor before he was a YouTuber. So, oh, oh, I did but, not know that. What, but what makes this strange is they got the guy from the PS2 dub back for for Like a Dragon slash Yakuza Seven because they just got him back because from that old ass game to do to do Kiryu again, and now he's just replaced. That that is weird. I have to wonder if that dude was just like, no, I'm I'm retired. I don't. I came back for this. But I don't want to keep going forward. But it's weird to even do it at once. But at least it confirms this game will have a dub. Yeah. Because that was up in the air, especially with apparently they're not doing a physical of this game because apparently Sega now has some bizarre policy. If if it's not a full price game, it doesn't get a physical. Damn, that's weird. But that is all my news. Um... I don't know if I was going to save this for the promoting at the end of the episode segment or if I should put it in news. We have a Blue Sky account. <laughs> oh, neat. major news. Uh, I'll, I'll get I'll get uh, Chris and anyone else on Big Think who gives a shit an invite <laughs> when they give me a code. <laughs> anyway, uh, bruh, 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 bruh. I hear we have a Nintendo Direct and I guess something was announced there. No way. It was mm. that this Nintendo Direct probably sucked. <laughs> I bet nothing was there. <laughs> I swear I don't try to bring Jeff Gersman into the fucking big thing <laughs> dimension and put him on blast every time, but it was fucking insane to listen to that man go. I guess Nintendo might announce something. I don't know. They don't usually do that. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about, man? They keep getting my game of the year list every fucking year. They always announce it in June. <laughs> No, they'll probably just type about everybody one two switch, right? Right, Chris? Uh, no, that in fact is not present at all because it's sent to die. The only evidence we're ever gonna have it existed was when you and Dan play it. No! <laughs> Me setting up the stream for everybody one two switch. No, what are you doing? Oh! <laughs> uh yeah, this Nintendo Direct was really good, or is it going if I just bust through it, Chris? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, cool. We got a trailer for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet DLC, both of the parts, the hidden treasure of Area Zero, and also whatever they called the Blueberry uh, the Island thing, one. The whole thing is called the, the secret of Area but Zero. These I are believe. two different and, areas. That doesn't make sense. Uh, whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Area Zero is big. Next up, Dan's upset. Pocket monsters don't really reside in your pocket. <laughs> oh, man. The, I, I don't have time to play this this year. What are they doing? <laughs> well, yeah, I'm not going to play it at all, considering it leaked that uh, there was going to be a fucking update patch for the next Switch. I mean, I could legit just see waiting for a Switch 2 to see if it runs the game better, period. So right. maybe that's not such a bad idea. Uh, I can't believe I get to deliver this news. I can't believe this. All you Gino haters. How is it down in the sewer? I don't give a fuck if you float down there. You can eat it. Super Mario RPG is getting a remake. 
How? What? That's so good. I'm, I'm, I'm really happy that Nintendo clearly understands they should have a Mario RPG franchise. So good. It, it, it's like, it's like the remake. You look at the old one in want. It's literally the old game, but it looks better, plays the same. It, it's crazy. Yeah, that we thing is beautiful. Anymore. I right? was floored. We literally spent last big thing talking about, what if you fix the camera angle and you could have an unbelievably gorgeous game? Not only did Nintendo announce it, it's a remake of Super Mario RPG. And they, yeah, I'm just looking at it. I'm like, man, that looks so unbelievably good for the Switch. Imagine if Nintendo could ship their shit in 4K or even 1440p. Yeah, no, if this game Everybody else would look res. like a joke. Yeah, that that's literally next gen. Everyone else is fucking on like medical watch. <laughs> they, they, they even made sure to in the throw in this trailer the weird things that you think they might change. Like, yeah, Mario can't talk, so he spins around and turns to Bowser. It's like, uh -huh. yes, it, it's that game. <laughs> I, I I actually, you know, we didn't live stream our reaction, but I did take a picture when this announcement was made and this is <laughs> this is where, how i felt at the moment man you really weren't meant to see tng in high fidelity oh it's, that's just a dude in a body sock it's yeah. so good though it's so good, it's so good. <sighs> what an amazing announcement i couldn't possibly win any harder during this direct could i had hd boshi Cultures healing. I cannot <laughs> wait for high fidelity Guy Fieri Toad. Yes. Oh. Have you seen Guy Fieri Toad? I wonder if Googling that will bring him up. One moment, Guy Fieri. It's been so toad. long, I don't remember. Let me. I played no, this on the Super ah, Nintendo. Ah, that did not. I think his name is Hinopio. Oh, yeah, that's right. That is his name. I actually. For... Anyway. Okay. I'm going to throw this in the stream too for anyone who doesn't. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm going to throw this in the stream, too, for anyone who hasn't seen it. Give me just Oh, man, I am not looking. I am not looking forward to high fidelity Balome. No, that's going to be that's going to be great. It's going to be like, oh, yeah, this is this, this oh terrifying. Yeah, look at this, dude. That is look. a cool fucking guy. Yeah, yeah he, is. he has a shop inside a volcano and models of uh, F-Zero cars. Oh, my God. This game rules <laughs> this is I'm, how good this game is i was like hey guys how many times should we stream super mario rpg should we stream the snes one the switch one or both <laughs> and overwhelmingly people are like both i'm like damn yeah. i i'm really I, excited that i finally get to play this fucking game oh you haven't you played have it? it no i envy you for having me to that's envy. true guess which console i didn't have as a kid Oh no! Oh, right. I got the Super right. Nintendo late, but I still got this. Oh man, I can't oh. believe Agra. I can't believe Agra was a lesser person for owning the Genesis only. <laughs> Everyone else is talking Mario RPG, and Agra's over here like Vector Man's real. As he gets I've thrown got into a the Battletoads, you can actually play. <laughs> Just uh, because I can actually play it doesn't mean I not, should. Not only is this incredible, this now opens the possibility that they could just be like. Well, we need a Mario RPG. I guess we'll just make a sequel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We already have we already have all the, all the models and mechanics and shit in this game. Just to be clear, if they do that, everywhere I walk for the rest of my life is the Doctor Livesey meme. I'm just. 
God, I I would look. <laughs> I'm the kind of person who's like, I didn't play Mario RP or Mario and Luigi or Paper Mario because like that's not Mario RPG. Yeah, Where's Mario RPG? <laughs> so if they make a Mario RPG two, I will have one. <laughs> Bob and I will just wear the glowing latex suit from TNG for the entire stream. I'm, I'm also hoping that this leads to a remake of Paper Mario 1. It could happen. That, would be, that, that just really just needs high fidelity assets and everything else can be exactly the same. I've never screamed harder at a Nintendo Direct than this moment. Yeah, yeah, I, I was, I, I, I was like, what the off. fuck are you talking about? Yeah, I was, What do you mean there's a remake of this? What, you, what is... What? It just showing that pan off of Peach sitting that exact way, I was like, this looks like just like Mario RPG. What are you doing? <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> sitting there in the morning watching that direct going, man, I've got a couple hours till my timeline wakes up and sees this shit. <laughs> yeah, I had no idea because here's what I did. I got up. I was up too late to go to, to watch this. I went to work. I got a break. I went to twitch.com slash Nintendo because I know that if I went to YouTube, they'd have all the trailers up and spoil me. Mm -hmm. So I went to twitch.tv slash Nintendo and clicked on the VOD. That's smart. Yeah, I, uh, I wasn't able to sleep that night, so I watched it live. <laughs> it was great. I, uh, I heard the music and I'm watching it and I'm losing my mind and I'm screaming and I'm literally crying. I'm so glad this wasn't recorded. <laughs> um, and as it's happening, I'm listening to the music and I'm like, oh my God, they clearly got Yoko Shimabura back to do this because if you if you listen to her smash re rearrangements of her own music, uh -huh. you know what that sort of sounds like. So this sounds similar enough to that that I'm like, oh my God, they got Shimabura back to do it again. They confirmed that. I'm like, yeah, I know. Christ is real. <laughs> There's a God everyone uh incredible moment incredible moment damn dude good job topping the dread moment yeah <laughs> he was like we need an even longer hail mary <laughs> <laughs> holy shit holy shit okay we gotta move on. yeah because i'll just i'll just start melting that's november 17th my brain yep. thought it was next year because they included it in the segment about luigi's mansion 2 being ported to the switch and peach yeah i really want to know what peach <laughs> is <laughs> what's it what are you excited for in the year 2024 uh peach <laughs> <laughs> People point out she's not wearing the crown. It might be set before she becomes a princess. <laughs> this is her origin. Story. Yes. I doubt that. I, I assume that's just because she's going, it's some sort of stage play thing. Um, so anyway, um, we, we may be doing a Mario RPG month. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe. Maybe Bob and I will finally play Paper Mario and Mario Please. And Luigi. Who knows? Please. <laughs> Maybe. I like this note in here, Chris. Mario's fluoride stare remains. <laughs> yeah, and the render yeah. they use for like the cover. Yeah. Also, also the UI looks kind of bad, but whatever. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I didn't process it at that level. All I went is, "Holy shit! Wait, what's that thing?" Because they have the percent bar <laughs> mm -hmm. circle that on the seems left. To be, like, that's that seems to be some big cinematic super move because in the in the trailer, there's like Bowser in the clown car with mario and uh malo and then there's like 
Gino surfing around on the rainbow and catching Malo as he falls over. And people are like, maybe that's just some big cinematic super attack that you get full of fill a meter on and you get to do it. Maybe. Yeah, strong and limit breaking wouldn't would make sense. That would be sick. That would also I really, be uh, kind of classic square vibes, right? Right. Uh, something I really like is they they just have a thing that says, yeah, you can't block this attack. Because <laughs> I would always try to block the ones where shit freezes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And be like, well, I don't know where to hit the button. <laughs> I'm going to try every frame of this spell. <laughs> uh... Uh, Pikmin 4, they showed a little bit more. As uh, mentioned before, you could explore at night, but they showed off Glow Pikmin, which can combine to make an energy ball <laughs> that explodes on the enemy, and then they're all just attached and eating them. That was sick. I also love that the Glow Pikmin have the fluoride stare, too. It's <laughs> <laughs> real fucking sick. Uh, digital ports of Pikmin 1 and 2 are out on Switch right now. You can buy them together or separately. For there, more money. There, there's a physical version later this year. Uh, I might buy Pikmin 1. I don't think I'll buy Pikmin 2 on Switch. Uh, but, you know. There is a Pikmin demo coming, too, before the game comes out, so you can try it. Ooh. So if, if you don't know if Pikmin 4 is right for, e for you, contact your doctor and try the demo today. <laughs> um, yeah, Pikmin 2 removed all that product licensing. Yeah, why even play it? I mean, that is a really funny part of that game. It is. Like, this is a giant fucking Duracell battery. This is a a can of, was it shoe polish or tobacco? I can't remember. The cans are so similar. Yeah. I think it was shoe polish. Yeah. It was, it, yeah, there were a lot of brands in that. It was very funny during our stream. I don't think we found Dapper Dan, though, strangely. No, I complained that they didn't have Dapper Dan. I'm like, that would have been perfect. Those were those were localized, by the way. Every region had different brands in it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Kiwi Shoe Polish. Yep, exactly. But yeah. Uh, okay, you know, I thought I'd blow past this, but we need to explain it. <sighs> I'm like, how do I how do I say this and form a cogent sentence other than obscenities? <laughs> I we, can read exactly what I wrote. It's we about wrote Luigi's Mansion. We announced a Luigi's Mansion month. Uh, we hit the goal. Uh, one person in particular, Metal Paper Mario, if I'm not mistaken, paid for the majority of the goal themselves. Which is no small task. And then for this Nintendo Direct, as though aimed like a sniper rifle bullet at my head specifically, they went. If you hadn't done that, you could have played the Switch version, which we are announcing right now for next year. Of two. Of the, and, yeah, Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon. You don't understand. When you stream a 3DS game, every moment's tense. Because <laughs> at any moment, the capture system or the driver or Windows just fucks up and you're rebooting something and the stream's on hold. And it's not comfortable to begin with anyway. So... I'm sitting there during the, the Hey Pikmin stream yesterday. I'm like, I didn't think people would let us get away with pushing Pikmin, Luigi's Mansion 2 to next. The, the chat voted for it. They want us to push Luigi's Mansion 2 until this port comes out. And I'm like, oh, thank God. We have the best fans. <laughs> thank fucking Christ. Because Luigi's Mansion 2 needs help, right? It needs the help of not being on the 3DS. It needs to yes. run well, look great. It needs all the buffs it can get. It really does. Because it sounds dire. 
I'm not a big fan of two. I will literally buy it though in order to not stream a 3DS game. Yeah. It won't even be hard. So be excited for Luigi's Mansion Month, which is one in three. <laughs> the two's next year. It's kind of crazy there aren't more spinoffs. Well, you don't need to when you when Luigi's Mansion 3 sells 14 million copies. Yeah. It's going to be really fucking weird if Next Level's making another Luigi's Mansion right now. Like, it's resold too well. They can't, they can't escape it. At the same time, if one company's going to understand you making a really good thing that sells well and then moving on, I feel like it's Nintendo. That's true. You yeah, know, but they, they'll, they'll have to make at least one more for, uh, for the next plot, for the next Switch. They let the Mario Kart team move on to ARMS for the love of God. That's true. <laughs> I was like, how long will this take to sink in of like people who made best selling game of all fucking time can make arms? Yeah, the best selling Switch game, period. <laughs> it's like 50, it's like 53.8 million copies. Yeah, it's fucking insane, which makes Gersman's hatred for it even more insane. <laughs> Not you're insane for disliking something popular. No, he's being driven more insane by how well it sells. Yeah, because because it, it it's the my 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 opinion isn't is is com is for lack of a better term wrong. <laughs> like people can't handle being hard checked that fast. Other people move on. Uh, like I was like, yeah, I thought Hogwarts Legacy would bomb and it sold 140 million copies. Whatever. People are terrible. Moving on. What's for lunch? Yeah. What you gonna do? Uh, Bob, you already said you're excited for Peach. Peach. Um, really unclear what Peach, Peach is, but yeah, super excited. Yeah, it seems to have musical vibes. It is some sort of theatrical thing and on a stage. I'm interested. I'm very interested. Somebody was like, isn't it weird that it's like that and she gets a fancy dress? And I'm like, no, the last game was about how emotions are her power. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she likes musicals? That makes her human, unlike the fucking last game where it's like, her emotions are so strong. Women. <laughs> to be fair, she got a magic power-up that made her emotions stronger. It wasn't that she's just naturally crazy. I hope that the, when Peach comes out, it's just Utena. <laughs> That'd be funny. Just the ending of Utena. It seems so. Daisy becomes a car. Yeah, it's just the Utena movie. Yeah. <laughs> you were afraid of Elfin Daisy, but are you ready for Car Daisy? Saved you click video games is. <laughs> He's ready for anything. He's ready for all things. Uh, Splatoon three Splatfest mid July. Mint chip versus strawberry versus vanilla ice cream. Bob, do you have any opinions Mid on that? Chip should win, but it won't. <laughs> Weirdly, they didn't seem to announce who like is sponsoring each. I think each person talked in order with what they were supposed to be, or it's colored to them. So Minchip would be big man or whatever. Yeah, okay. I assume Minchip is big yeah. man. Um, Silent Hope, a dungeon crawling RPG about heroes who can't speak and can only hear, I believe it was the princess who sealed in her tears uh, speak to all of them So it's got the story of Seasons Go are they the, the quiet party? yeah I think so Okay, more so than the quiet man was the quiet man <laughs> why'd you name this giant bird the quiet man kid you should have named it fucking scary bird who protects <laughs> my mom 
Uh, that is October 3rd. I'm very excited because that's the start of Seasons Cow. I'm a mark. <laughs> they know how to get you. WarioWare move it. Yes, it's WarioWare, but you wiggle your body. <laughs> Finally. Yeah, you the uh, this is apparently explicitly a sequel to the Wii one, WarioWare Smooth Moves, to the point where in Japan, that is called like Dancing Made in Wario, and in Japan, this one is called Super Dancing Made in Wario. The, 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 for people who haven't played Smooth Moves, it's one of the best. Yeah, I mean, that is the one. Yeah, I love just, Smooth Moves. You dance in place and point at your friends and watch them cry. Yes. It, uh, which could be any WarioWare game. It's really up to you, I guess. I, this was so hype after the last WarioWare game being that weird thing where you control each character and it made where, all the minigames kind of generic. Yeah, all the actions are uh, executed through an on-screen avatar, which yeah. really defeats the point. Mm -hmm. That's November 3rd. That's going to be a good stream. <laughs> it's going to be a great stream. How come you guys showed up for that, but not VR? <laughs> well, you look like a jackass here. And I'm like, the difference being Nintendo sponsored it. <laughs> God, that's this year. Speaking yep, of no this, time. Speaking of this year, they also announced a fucking detective Pikachu game for this year. <laughs> Why did you wait six years to do that or whatever? What the fuck? Obviously, there's no another play, platform you play on this year. Like, so they, they have to fill up the entire slate for the entire year, Dan. They can't just leave a month without a game. They definitely aren't launching, announcing two games that are launching the same day. No, during this track. No, no, no. So, so, so they had Scarlet Violet assets as they're showing this trailer, and I'm like, oh, it's Scarlet Violet assets. Oh, and it's Detective Pikachu. Is this like? It would be weird to remake the first game with Scarlet Violet assets and then just re-release it. And it was called Returns. And I'm like. I guess this is a new one. I haven't played the first one because it's on the 3DS and I'll do anything to not play the 3DS. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to fucking overstate how, how uninterested I am in ever touching a 3DS ever again. Yeah, I... Mm. Uh, that's October 6th. I'm fucking excited. I am so excited. God! <laughs> what is with this direct? <laughs> they could have announced Mega Man 12 and it would only slightly move the needle because I was that top <sighs> uh they showed sonic superstars again that game looks great it has good it has perfect physics so it'll probably be fine yeah i'm really excited for that uh i told bob during the hey pikmin stream and i should say it again here something about them making 12 new worlds or whatever and me visually seeing these jungles that have gimmicky mechanics made my brain go are you are you triple trouble? Because like for some reason, triple trouble is the definitive. Like the it's to me, triple trouble is the definitive. We made a Sonic game, but mad quirky because we don't have as much oversight and we get to do whatever the fuck we want. Mm hmm. Man, so that's great. I'm glad that they're doing that thing we always say of stop remaking levels, make yes. new ones. Yeah, I think it's a little cruel that the Mania team get a, didn't get to do that, but now Toshima does. But whatever, yeah. I like ours. Asked, I I have no complaints. This uh, this is really promising. This is this is great. It's it's like their new Super Mario Bros. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. This will be relevant later. <laughs> Star Ocean, the second story R is real. It is revealed and it is HD 2D ish. 
Oh, yeah, close God. enough. Yeah. Yeah, this is like immediately became the best looking Star Ocean game ever made. <laughs> yep. Crazy. Yep. This, this is this is tragic. I cannot believe they have done this to me personally. Why? Why do I have to play a Star Ocean game now? So I have spent my entire life intentionally conflating Star Ocean and Fantasy Star just oh. to make the fans of those two series miserable. And but now Agro. this game looks amazing and I you're have to trying, play it. You're trying to make a skeleton angry? Yes. When you look over His Fantasy name is Star, Eric and it's there. awesome. <laughs> but, yeah. but, but Agro, you're, you're a Genesis kid. You have to love Fantasy Star. That's true. No nah, man, I played it on like one of those collections of the PS3. <laughs> like, oh, this is mm -hmm. this is not good. <laughs> no. I heard good things about four. Yeah, four. Okay, so here's here's the thing. I believe the good ones are supposed to be uh, one, two, and four, or one and four. But uh, it's important. I, I hear a lot about two, but um, but two is a Famicom game in terms of scope and mechanics. Yeah, Master System's a little rough. Yeah, both of the, sure. the, those early ones look like sub-Dragon Warrior. Well, yeah. Yeah. Because they're yeah. Sega like, rushing reason... out of Dragon Warrior knockoff. Yeah. There's a reason I said 4, because like 4 is really late. Mm -hmm. Maybe this is worth... It's a real game. Um, That's incredible, the Star Ocean news. Yeah. That is awesome. That it, is mind-bending. When they show the... It also the... has... <laughs> it, it looks incredible. Uh, it's going to bare minimum have the PSP voice track. They might have re-recorded them. It sounds like they got the same actors back to record more or something like that. If, if it wasn't re-recording everything, it was at least now everything is voiced, which I do not believe was the case in the PSP one. Uh, awesome. They added new gameplay mechanics. The big mm -hmm. one, the big one is uh, you can now actually use spellcasters because their spells don't freeze the game. Yes. Yeah, and they also uh, showed those tagging uh, characters for yeah, ones like, that aren't on your main party. Yeah, you like use strikers. Yeah. Or you just call them in to do their attack if they're not in your main cast. That's really cool. Yeah. This looks sick. I did, they also showed the world map where you, you get to fly around with a spaceship. And I was like, that's great. What, what happened to world maps and RPGs? <laughs> no. Bob, at the point we're at, you should probably be asking what happened to RPGs, because yeah. Final Fantasy 16, I think, is going to be a great game. That's a fucking action game. I played that mm -hmm. demo. That's fucking hilarious. I mean, uh, they're like, we're, th we're, this is part of the uptick. It is. Yeah. Like, I, the I now have to think, like, what is even left? What is even left that I need, that I need to be rescued? There's Saga Frontier 2, which is definitely going to happen, because that dude is in charge of things at Square Enix, and is like, these don't lose money. Uh, this is executive privilege. I get to have my shit remade. Spe speaking of that, right. I just need to say my piece real fast. Uh, as a fucking mono fan, fuck you all. <laughs> fuck you hey. fucking saga fans. You're eating too well. <laughs> hey, we got Trials and Legend of Mana. It has been so long since Trials and Legend of Mana. Legend, that, that's, that's a good game and a good remaster of that game. What what game what game even is there other than Legend of Trials? I just want a new game. I want a new game. <laughs> well, that old oh, the first the, the Trials came out on top of the pandemic. Okay, it shit takes time. It doesn't take time for the Saga fans. The Saga fans <laughs> get three phone games, two <laughs> HD remasters. Hey, there was a bad uh, monophone game. There was. They got they got the uh, fucking Saga collection on Switch, where it was like one, two, and three. Also during we that got time. the Legend Admittedly, collection that was on them. Switch doing the legends thing look i'm just bitter can i just be bitter 
Uh, I didn't say see. my piece was right. I said I was gonna say it. <laughs> we need we need Suikoden, which has been which Konami's doing. Uh, yes. Yeah. We need uh, we need Final Fantasy Tactics, which people are just saying, yeah, that's real. That's that's the up next up next thing up next after. God. Mm. After mm. seeing the Mario RPG remake, imagine Final Fantasy Tactics looking like that. I will lose it. And then the and then they get uh the composer back. Yeah. Yeah. You, base escape to yeah, do. You can't you can't even make that game without him. Oh yeah. But oh. Then, but then but then we have to get into the pain where it's like, Sony's way too brain dead right now to do this to Wild Arms. They're just fucking completely. Yeah, that's them. why the yeah. dude from Wild Arms went off and made a Kickstarter. Jim Ryan. Jim Ryan has a throws a fucking fit if he sees a game made before 2021. <laughs> What are you making a sequel to again? Uh, Ghost of Tsushima, sir? When did you ship that? <laughs> you have to remake it first, then you can start on a sequel. Ryan's uh, trick. I'd really like Breath of Fire. Yes, yeah. yes. No, we were we were talking about this during the Pikmin Street. Where the fuck is the Breath of Fire? Capcom's mm -hmm. giving everyone love and fucking Breath of Fire is one of the most gorgeous fucking things over here. We need a real translation for two for the love of fucking God. Because yeah, two is so much cooler than one, but it's translated like I, I am fell now, asleep. But yeah, but that's like that's not the same thing. Uh, yeah, the, it seems crazy. Like I feel like now that. I feel like Breath of Fire is way more important than Battle Network, but I understand Battle Network is going to sell more. Yeah, Battle Network sold a Like, that's going to sell like crazy. But you know now, the only other thing that's more important Mega Man-wise than Breath of Fire is Legends. Right. So do Legends. Yeah, Legends, is more, Legends is more important than Breath of Fire. But then I feel like that Breath of Fire has to be up there mm -hmm. on the talking block. That I mean, in Russia, they don't see it coming, but when they release a fucking Breath of Fire collection, especially if they do like an HD 2D thing for Breath of Fire, they're going to sell crazy amounts of copies. I don't, even think, they, I don't even think they need to do that for three and four. Those games. No, they don't. Yeah, not for three and four, like, for one and two. But every time I see four, it looks insane. They're going to sell way more copies of that than they think because they don't know about the, the furry uprising <laughs> over the last three years or three decades. They, they just don't. need to put that tiger lady on the cover of every game. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, they, they already <laughs> hey, put the at least two in three. Breath of Fire <laughs> One is on their um, uh, what you call it, where you just get to play SNES games on the thing. Oh, oh on the, the uh, Nintendo, Nintendo Switch, Switch Online. Yeah, man, what a terribly generic name. Uh huh. No, I, I know they put at least one on there. I don't remember if they put two up. People are saying two's up. Yeah, that's not enough, guys. I'm sorry, that's not. Yeah, those. It, it's like <laughs> it, it yeah, is like Nintendo. Wild Arms. <laughs> <laughs> Wild Arms 1, 2, and 3 are on Sony stupid bullshit. That's not real. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. That's not good enough. Also, especially 2, because they, they need to fucking retranslate that game. Yeah, we need to burn all of these things to the ground so we can actually get some goddamn releases. Yeah. And then other than that, like, it's almost every single thing. Like, I'd like whoever, whatever in the web of Japanese bullshit has Lunar. I would like Lunar. Yes, it does feel I would weird. love Lunar. I... <sighs> Like Lunar feels like one of those series that just is left. Yeah, I feel like Breath of You hit the nail on the head for RPGs from my youth. I really have a deep emotional connection to when you said Lunar and Breath of Fire. Those are like the two that remain. I because I'm 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 a weirdo. Is like that's basically my, one of my favorite RPGs ever. I'm not oh, hopeful for an Azure Dreams like thing. No one's gonna remember Azure. That's Konami. They're not going to be like, hey, guys, here's our HD 2D Azure Dreams. If they did, I'd fucking lose it. They fucking might. It's just roguelike. They could. Like, Do it's, they it's realize more prime than ever. <laughs> it's the same yeah. thing. I don't know. 
I'd like Thousand Arms, but that's never going to happen. Nobody's going to dig up who owns that and be like, let's re-release Thousand Arms. I, I heard that, Chris. That that was not a re-release I respect for Grandia. It's like, we ruined every sprite in the game and didn't even put it on PlayStation. It's like... Yeah, <laughs> sad, sadly, sadly, Gung Ho is really fucking stupid, so... Yeah. Yeah, no, that could have easily oh, been a huge win. I think Sega owns Thousand Arms now because it was Atlas that published it. Oh, oh. weird. Because it was developed by Tose. Uh, gonna throw this in, and that way I don't forget it completely. This podcast, uh, Killzone Liberation was added to the PS5 library of PSP games, so that was a really cool top-down shooter, uh, cover shooter. Very interesting thing. Uh, I want to see that in like 1440p. That sounds fascinating. I think that was a game I got for free at some point and never beat. It seemed neat though. Yeah, it's really I, cool. I played the demo several times, and then I tried the full game and didn't cut enough time to play it. So yeah, it's. Maybe the best kill zone. Maybe. Wow, this game is a seven. Incredible. Hey. <laughs> the best kill zone. That's better than a seven. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, they had a really cool trailer for a collection, and in the middle of the trailer, Batman's like, it's time for backup. And the Batmobile appeared, and then the whole trailer crashed. Okay, none of that happened, but they did announce an Arkham Trilogy collection. And yeah, do you do you want the worst possible way to play those games? The Batmobile still makes the game's performance eat shit. And I want to see what Arkham like it, Knight looks like on the Switch. Well, hey, you! This better be a fucking step one to be like, uh, yeah, we we updated Arkham Knight for PS5. Yeah, I'm really hoping this is a collection that will also just launch on there too. It was like, no, don't worry about that other collection we did. This is new. It's yeah, good this I, time. Like, at I least Arkham Knight, like, just crank it that shit up. It's like a 1080p. It, it looks and runs fine at 1080p, but come on. We have the PS5 now. A, a, a PS5 re-release of Arkham Knight will sell better than Gotham Knights and Suicide Squad combined. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and you can just unlock the frame rates on uh, all three of those games, and they'd run really well now, because they were, right. like, fluctuating upper 50s before they locked them for mm. the first two games. Wow, they locked them? I wonder, I wonder who if... could have influenced them to lock those games so that way they can't run at 60 on the PS5 right now today. <sighs> I wonder if the, the Digital Foundry did any bad thing. <laughs> Man, that sure was a double-edged sword with nearly no benefits. <laughs> yep. Anyway, Dragon Quest Monsters, The Dark Prince was announced. It looked like a Dragon Quest Monsters game, but it was really nice looking. So mm -hmm. please, please, please ship this on something other than just Switch. Please. No. <laughs> no. Please just put it on anything else. <laughs> December Even 3rd. PC. Oh, yeah. Literally anything else. But I, I, yeah, it's one of those where I'm like, I'm always waiting for Switch 2. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Metal Gear Solid Master Collection Volume 1 is confirmed for the Switch. It's coming out October 24th, and they confirmed a lot of extra content that's in it. So, yeah, this is great. Uh, we got Metal Gear Solid 1, 2, 3. We got Metal Gear 1 and 2. We got Metal Gear 1 and 2 on the NES. And we got the digital comics, the digital graphic novels for Metal Gear Solid 1 and Metal Gear Solid 2 included on it, which is insanely awesome because, man, I wanted to see those in a decent resolution. Those things are really cool. I only yeah. ever had the first volume, but that was dope. Uh-huh. Uh, also, there's a soundtrack, so you can go play songs in the game in some sort of jukebox mode. That's awesome. This is a good collection. Yeah. Yeah. Where's my Castlevania one? I know, right? 
Look, I understand Metal Gear Solid Collection Volume 1 is going to sell a little bit better than The Curse of Darkness, Lament of Innocence Combo Pad. I thought you were talking about the DS Collection. Jesus. Look, I'll need anything. <laughs> Fair. Anything that doesn't have so the word hungry. Lords of the t in the title. Yeah, they, if they never touch Lords of Shadow again, that would be for the best. They oh, should yeah. never even re-release it. I don't care. I don't think they will. Yeah. I don't think they will, because like, that's where the series bombs. Right, so. that's, what the, that's poison. Uh, October 24th for that, because this year won't fucking stop. Right, I'm going to have to buy that. I can't not. Right. Uh, the... Sonic Mania people have made a 3D platformer that got announced here called Penny's Big Breakaway. It's really cool. Uh, you see, she has a yo-yo, and she can roll it, stand on it, and roll it downhill to go fast downhills mm -hmm. in 3D. And then when she does a jump, she can throw it out, and it will stop in midair, and she swings like it is a rope hanging from the yo-yo. That shit looks great. Yeah, like that game made by people who understand how to do flow and momentum that's gonna be great yeah i'm really excited for this yeah it was crazy to be like oh yeah it's not just nintendo stuff here this is a the most incredible looking 3d platformer outside of nintendo uh -huh. i've seen man <laughs> sure is cool that people are making cool things and they announce it at nintendo's thing and the, the, i something tells me this game didn't take a half a decade to make yeah, you don't think it took five years? Yeah, to... yeah maybe not. Hmm. Maybe not. You think... Oh, well, that just means it's gay, as we established. <laughs> <Don't> <laughs> yeah, we established last year, or last week. You have, to, you have to spend five years making your game or it's gay. <laughs> Super Mario Bros. Wonder. Dude, how'd they, how'd they make a new Super Mario Bros. game, but it looks sick? It like has uh, art style. They gave it an art style. It's yeah. really it's somebody somebody just did a tweet, a viral tweet. It's like, man, it's weird that Nintendo was like, yeah, Mario should look like shit for like six games, and posted all like all the super new Super Mario Bros. games. Yeah, yeah, it was really fucking weird when they locked in the DS aesthetic and they just stuck with it the whole time. At the same time, I enjoyed the Wii one and the new Super Mario Bros. U. So I expected to come over here and Bob to be like, that looks fucking terrible, and I'm like, uh, I think it looks awesome, but no, Bob's. Yeah, no, they sold me by making it look like a game should <laughs> instead of like a DS game uprest. I like that we have like so many different ways Mario should look in this single year. Uh-huh. Between Super Mario RPG, mm. this, the movie, and I swear there's at least one game where he looks stereotypically just Mario. There's also the Mario and Rabbids thing, which he looks pretty much. That, that was, was last year. year. That yeah. was last year. Yeah, so they're just DLC for it here, though. Yeah, so we did get to see the most on-model Mario possible with all these other Marios. I love it. God bless. Yeah, that that that's the thing that always killed me about New Super Mario Brothers is he was like just he's like disturbingly on model always. Mm-hmm. Yeah, was this it looks like they're they're doing that guilty gear s thing of like, no, we, we use 3D models, but we use we have frames that they're going to, and it looks cool. Yeah, the the best way I could describe it, Bob, the whole like for some reason he we locked in that DS aesthetic and it never changes is this bizarre Mickey Mouse watch they have where he animates and he just keeps tapping his foot and doing yeah that's always been like who desires this who wants to look at their wrist and see Mickey fucking Mouse hands contorted in weird directions at all times the Disney adults 
for that for like five decades. What sort of cryptid in K- Chris just cuts me off and he goes, Rocco Bodie. Shit. <laughs> no, I doubt Rocco Bodie would even do that. That's. If you have a Mickey Mouse watch face, you let me know in the comments. Be like, I love it. Mickey's trapped in my wrist. Uh, Daisy's as strong as the football guy? Yeah, easily. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And she's never would have guessed. She's part of the main cast now. That's also yeah, crazy. Yeah, that's terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Finally. No, that's great. No Rosalina. Good. <laughs> she can't win. So I mean, Rosalina, Rosalina. I mean, 3D World counts as a is a mainline Mario game, Bob. You can't you can't escape it. It does. Amazing G guy donated and was like, hey guys, you can make a game featured around any Mario character. What genre is it? And I'm like, Rosalina, and it's a real estate sim because she's a criminal. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even have this disdain for Rosalina that Dan does. No, I don't hate her. I respect the game, but she's a criminal. (laughs) It's just, no, Daisy's been there longer. She's earned this. Yeah. Yeah. I I want Daisy in more games. I want to see her push heavier objects. Yes. (laughs) If if you make her muscles slightly bigger every game, I'm not complaining. (laughs) (laughs) She has anchor arms. (laughs) She looks Uh, like Marisa from Street Fighter before too long. Oh my God. (laughs) She, uh, she needs to be in Super Mario RPG too. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Super Mario Wonder looked great, and there were no bad parts, right, Bob? <laughs> it was all super great, and everything was funny, and ha-has, and you don't have any lingering fears. Everything was fine. Everything was fine. Until the elephant power-up, which is yeah, that, fine for Mario. That's and terrifying. I- Every other time he, Mario puts on a suit. I know. <laughs> yeah. But this time he morphs. Your point big. <laughs> it's so I, much. I, I, and then just, I think we need elephant Mario handing out the L so we can put the this is for you. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be really good. But yeah, no, I just, as soon as I saw that, I had the moment of terror of what my timeline on Twitter would become was when Daisy and, and Peach pick it up. I'm sorry, it's happening, Bob. And I've already seen some artists t- t- tweet about it. I'm like, no, no, stop. You can't fight it, Bob. It's going to happen. You're going <laughs> to see Daisy as an elephant. That's just what's going to happen here. <laughs> Meanwhile, wow, exactly. I was, I, wow, 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 wow. Um, meanwhile, I just got sent an image of what Mario looked like halfway through the transmit transition, and I'm yeah, like, "Oh, they're sure frame by frame." Oh, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. I didn't need this in my replies. Yeah, no, it's rough. Uh, the the, the those are cool stuff that happens though, like the world getting crazy distorted when you pick up the weird undulation thing. stuff. It, yeah, it seems that that's gonna that's an optional thing to change the level to get some kind of collectible. Cause at the end mm-hmm. you get a wonder seed. Yeah. You get a wonder like seed for beating a level, level and the other one's an optional one. That's so neat. that's cool. I like games that do that. Right. Give me something that if you're going to have a collectible that's progress related, give me something for beating the level. You can have an extra of it hidden in the level. Mm-hmm. Just I, no one wants to beat a level and feel like I accomplished nothing. You get the next level. Well, that doesn't matter because I haven't made any actual progress. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Uh, also, a lot of people haven't been talking about how in the background, cast in shadow, Mario becomes Longcat. 
What? I've Am not I seen the that. only person who noticed? Oh yeah, I noticed. He's like, wiggling he, he, in the he, darkness, and he's oh, this tall. Oh yeah, God, he is. Mm -hmm. That was him. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh. <laughs> the, the, honestly, we're talking. We're joking about all these other things. The only thing that actually worries me, uh huh, is those talking things that are in the stages. Yeah. Which might be incredibly annoying. We will see. They could just be funny. They could I, be fine. I like the voice they gave it, and yeah. I also like all the jokes it made of like, oh, it's a oh. <laughs> because he punted the Goomba immediately. <laughs> it's pretty good. But that's it. We did it. We talked about the entire Nintendo Direct. I argue possibly the greatest Nintendo Direct that ever was. Mm. I don't know. That's a, there's it's been pretty... incredible Nintendo Direct before, mm -hmm. so it's hard for me to jump to that, that. Oh, I'm sorry we never for got your Star weakness. Ocean and Ma we never got Mario and RPG and Star Ocean 2 in the exact same right. I know. I'm right. sorry. Yeah, it is, it is, How it is pretty unbeatable in that regard. In fact, I dare say that, that uh, Nintendo cruelly showed up late and ripped the trophy out of Microsoft. Like, <laughs> well, oh, yeah. Easily. Yeah. Like, thinking back on that Microsoft show, I'm like, it was a well put together show, and I would stand by my rating for it. Uh -huh. But the only thing from it I'm buying are those Atlas games. <laughs> Too bad this direct was in the wrong week, and it doesn't count for E3. <laughs> Wait, Bob, Bob, I was gonna say, uh, aren't you getting avowed? But then I remember, <laughs> no, no one, no, no one's one buying a It's just me. You guys are gonna look up the Steam charts for a ballad, and you're gonna see one. It'll be Dan video it'll be games. me, and then it'll just post my IP address, so you can all bully me. <laughs> even even if I did think that game was hideous, I liked Outer Worlds so much. I will buy the next four Obsidian games, even if they're bad. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how the company works, because usually they are. Oh, oh no. no! <laughs> Well, that's it for news. Uh, obviously, I'm giving that direct an A+. I just said it was the greatest direct Nintendo's ever done. And I struggle to... I really do struggle to imagine a better one. I feel like there was one years ago, but I can't remember what was in it. I just remember going, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. That was amazing. How did you top the rest of this year? So yeah, I'll have to go look it up. Yeah, I feel like if there was a better one, it might have been the Switch launch year. There was a lot of incredible stuff that year. <sighs> My God. Siphon felt. <laughs> uh, yes, also, there's remarkable. Mario, Mario Kart 8 DLC. Oh, okay. That, that, that happened. Uh, this isn't me to say it doesn't matter. Um, it's just it's wave five of six. <laughs> yeah, right. We've been through this a few times. I'm very excited to play that. I might just wait until wave six is done. Right? And then at just this do... point, just be like, hey, I got all of it. But, but this one has the wiggler. That is true. And that's amazing. I did not realize they were going to add the wiggler. <laughs> um, but that's it for Big Thing Dimension. Forever. Because <laughs> we've peaked. <laughs> Bob, what's up? We're playing Luigi's Mansion 1 tomorrow. And I am really excited. 
I hear that one's good. I've always wanted to play it. It looks like a tech demo. It does look like a tech demo. It sure is fucking neat to have a million polygons and shit because you can, right? That shit is tight. Anyways. Dan, I'm going to need you to move that picture of an elephant because I'm starting to normalize Bob's voice coming out of it. And it's just, it's, it's starting to seem too natural of a fit. <laughs> okay, oh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> How's it going, Agra? How do you like this one? <laughs> yeah, that, that's off enough. I think I could survive. I, I, I just grabbed that fruit and this, this, this is how it is now. You just have to live with it. Yeah, just keep slipping into Carl. We'll get there. <laughs> speaking, speaking of voices... Did, did anybody else see what they're doing to Fustin Justin Roiland's show? Yeah. 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 Solar opposites. That's yeah. all it took. That's all mm -hmm. it took. The man brought nothing mm -hmm. to any of his projects. Yeah. Man, it's amazing how not contributing makes you more replaceable. <laughs> huh. Yeah, I, I feel like I saw nothing but positive reactions to that. Like, they, yeah. they like the new voice more. Mm -hmm. It's almost like Justin Roiland can't do good voice. <laughs> I, I I went and looked. I'm like, okay, what did what did Justin Roiland doing this character? So he he fucking did Morty one pitch deeper. Oh my god, that's of all course. it was. That's all he's got. Was it Morty or Rick? I assumed it was. It Rick. was Morty. It was Morty wow. like deeper. That's his natural speaking voice. I'm pretty sure. It's Morty's the child. If he's Morty but deeper, that's his natural <laughs> Well, I guess he didn't like trying very much on that show. That is the newest show from him, right? Uh-huh. So that would explain it, yes. Oh my god. Um, yeah, I thought that that was pretty funny that they just immediately addressed that and then moved on. So good for him. Um I guess uh this Friday is Luigi's Mansion One and next Friday is um Luigi's Mansion 3. It's a, good, it's a weird release structure they did. <laughs> really comprehensive coverage of the Luigi's Mansion. <laughs> it's a shame they took Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon out in the back and shot him dead. <laughs> I was really fucked up. They could have waited like two more weeks and we would have played it. Admittedly, I would have become the man on fire. Right, because we'd be the more <laughs> most owned we have ever been. Yeah, I literally wouldn't be any more owned than that. We just have to wear dunce hats for like two months straight. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's we would deserve it at that point. Uh, can't be very good gamer psychics if you walk straight into that rake. <laughs> uh, we're gonna throw it over to Chris. Chris, what you got going on in the next week? I guess I'll probably stream Mega Man Z ZX Advent. I don't know when, though, because Final Fantasy 16 will be out. Right? Gotta go before we stream tomorrow in order to get the video game, because I didn't tell the story. Oh, we didn't tell yeah, the story. This sucks. If you guys recall, I told the story two weeks ago on Big Think Dimension, or maybe last week, but I think it was two, about a very smug GameStop employee who's like, we always do midnight launches. There's no way we're not going to do a midnight launch for this. And I'm like, <laughs> uh, about half of the games I've gotten from you in the last year, you haven't done it. And he's like, yeah, but it's Final Fantasy. We're going to do it. They give me the fucking call Wednesday to go, you can pick it up Thursday. Oh, oh, you got to pick it up on Thursday? You got to pick it up today, Dan? Theoretically, Because I, yeah. I went up there today to find out my GameStop was fucking closed. Because they no longer have enough staff to stay open all the days they're supposed to. And the days they are open, they're only open for six hours from 12 to 6. I don't understand how the, that wasn't changed for the big release week. Right. That makes no sense. None. 
like any other well, week. games normally don't come out on thursday normally they come out on friday yeah but they can see the mo they can see the date from no they're stupid away. no they're stupid <laughs> i'm sorry i i just the poor management of gamestop upsets me so much yeah i'm hoping when I'm, we move we can get a re-roll and at least get a better local gamestop because it's obvious the whole thing's pretty fucked right obviously uh, like every Jesus. single one of them is doing that like the most of the ones out in destin and san destin areas are now like they say open till 7 p.m Sandestin has a game stop? Sorry, not Sandestin. Miramar Beach. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 As gamers, they definitely get off work, get off of their jobs by 7 p.m. and get in there. Uh-huh. Hmm. Anyway. Uh, so yeah, that was the same person who said the thing about connecting a phone to a computer and it breaking the <laughs> Pikmin 4 trailer, so that's why Pikmin 4 looked bad. Anyways, I'm really sick of dealing with the local game stump employees. Yeah, that's right. That, this keeps happening every time I go in and it feels like I'm extra owned when that's something is them being smug about of course we're going to do midnight launch and then they don't don't you want to go ask them like 18 questions on a survey and then pretend that told you anything for the internet no because then Ian from the CU podcast would disown me as a friend and maybe hunt me for sport because <laughs> doing that to a game store employee is fucked up just, just imagine you're at your job. You're just trying to make it through the day. You're like, oh, God, there's two hours left, but I'm almost done. And then David Jaffe's just pressed on the glass. He's <laughs> like, let me ask you some questions. Oh, God, it's him again. <laughs> I need a 17-year-old to tell people that I'm right. <laughs> Agra, what you got going on <laughs> in the next week? <laughs> well, now that I finally bit the bullet and actually beat Tears of the Kingdom... Cool. Nice. Uh, I, I think I'm going to desperately play a little bit of Octopath before I have to start Final Fantasy 16. Cool. Uh, you know, some good news came out from those reviews. Because I made a joke to Bob once, and it made me so sick to my stomach. I was like, please, God, anything but this. I said once, Final Fantasy 16 hours. Because it's now an action game. <laughs> some yeah. action games are that short. And I just went, I don't need that to hang over the franchise for the rest of time. I will vomit blood. Yeah, I feel like that would be this exact place until May Cry 5. <laughs> 16 right. hours long. Right. Oh, my God. So anyways, reviewers are saying it's like 30, 40, which thank fucking Christ. I don't need a 16-hour game. That literally would have just eaten away at my soul. As a Final Fantasy fan since Final Fantasy 1, I sure don't need another goddamn entry with a fucking reaper hanging over it <laughs> yeah if, 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 if we if this had, if we had gotten final fantasy 16 hours like that would have broken my faith in them forever yeah, like yeah like yeah like there's no cut like there's no cut like even me and i have a really fucking high tolerance for that sort of thing i'm like oh it had a totally normal seeming press cycle P good people were in charge it seemed to have enough money this still happened it's over <laughs> so i'm excited for Final fantasy 16 and luigi's mansion i have a pretty exciting weekend ahead of me hope you guys join us for luigi's mansion baby stream tomorrow because that thing's tiny yeah what a, what a tiny little game he's just a little guy he's just a little guy this this little guy game unlike luigi's mansion 2 which is the longest of the franchise and i'm really fucking glad it's not a 3ds stream anymore yeah oh my god <laughs> Uh, Luigi's Mansion is seven hours. No, it's not. <laughs> right? Luigi's Mansion is six and a half hours. No, it's not. <laughs> Luigi's Mansion is as long as Resident Evil 3. <laughs> it's longer than that. I will be stunned if it takes you more than four hours to beat that game. 
I'm excited. I, I want to know if Eric picked up the controller and hates it so much he throws it on the ground within three minutes. I feel like there's no way, right? <laughs> the game's neat. It's got a Game Boy Color and Luigi hums the theme song. Mm-hmm. And they're cartoony ghosts. And there's that, that scientist guy is in there, right? Yeah, Egad. Egad, okay. Yeah. yeah. That game's dope. I'm really glad they made a sequel. And I'm really glad after that they made a good sequel. <laughs> That's what I'm really glad about. You guys say they really like made a sequel, number three. <laughs> it's smart of them to realize two would have been bad and skip right over it. Anyways, that's going to do it for Big Thing Dimension. Have a good one, everyone. Goodbye. Bob. Yeah. I could read your mind. I know you were thinking bad thoughts about Gina. No. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Big Thing Dimension. Big Thing Dimension is only possible because of you, 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 and your support over at patreon.com slash gbpodcast, where you can get access to various commentary tracks for over 70-ish movies, and also the movie Isolation 119, a gripping tale about a man who drinks a lot of beer. That's patreon.com slash gbpodcasts. 